Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spawncast episode 303. We actually had a lot of stuff happen this week, so there's quite a bit to go over. Uh, joining me tonight, a nice crew here, we got Max, Dreamcast guy. How we doing, Max? Uh, good. Sleepless. I beat every game that came out this week, which means I have not slept much. There's a lot of stuff that came out this week. <laughs> yes, I beat Forspoken. That took a long time. Then I beat Dead Space. That took a long time. And then I've been playing a bunch of uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. We have MVG. Hello, hello. It's great to be here. I uh, I beat Plague Tale Requiem this week. I beat oh, Crisis Core, so time. I'm catching up on the backlog. The Crisis Core, ah. Yeah, nice, well, I liked it, nice. liked it. It was a good game, good game. Good, right? and, yeah. um, Fantastic game. Got, and Goldeneye, of course, and Dead Space. Big big week in games for me this week. A lot of stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, no stuff. mention of Forspoken. It's all right. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, got, we got Evan. Evan's here. Yep. Evan working on that channel. I see. I see it, Evan. I see Chugging it over away, there. Yep. I see it over there. I, I watch. I have no idea what the hell is happening, bro. <laughs> I am confused as hell. That's what I do. Okay. Is there a way to like understand it more, or is there like I a like guide? The, I like the I'm, editing, though. I'm, I'm slowly playing. putting out a bunch of videos in a guide format for the game, but you know, okay. one one guy highly edited. It's it's not. It's not really good. good at, it's really good editing. I mean, that's what I'm watching. Evan, do you have any haters in the chat in the in the comments yet? Not actually, yet. You know, that, that's like, yes, I did. I did have a guy point yeah. out that I missed a rule, and I mean, I actually I'm fine with that because you got to uh, remember it going you forward. Do, you gonna do any like time lapse painting tutorials? Maybe sure like I, painting it really cool. fast. That'd be cool. I just bought a rig, which which sucks because like you get you got all like the stuff that you already have and the things oh. you've worked on, and that it's looks, like man, fancy. I didn't record any of this properly. So. You should break out the webcam, just record yeah, for a couple man. hours, turn it I into love, like a six minute thing. No, I yeah. love those videos. Dude, Evan is like more creative than all of us combined. I know. True. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 knew this, I knew this day My one. My bank account does not reflect it. <laughs> <laughs> just well, just do that with like some lo-fi music with it and you just kind of watch it come together. That would Death be metal. cool. I'm, Death metal I'm not going to paint it. I'm not gonna paint it, but I'll watch someone else paint it if if it looks cool. <laughs> uh, let's see, we had we got OJ players since here. I just want to say that the N64 is disqualified oh. from the goat conversation. It's whoa, today, whoa. this week. Whoa. It's disqualified, Jeez. and GoldenEye's Damn. release proves it. And I will dis and I will tell you guys why when we talk about it. Disqualified. Oh okay. Okay. Like LeBron okay. James disqualified from the goat conversation. Well, he's not. I'm just joking around. But um, but yeah. So and we got we got Nate. Nate's here. I am enjoying quality gaming this week. I thought you were playing Goldeneye. Yeah, what? I am. <laughs> the hate, the hate, the gold Goldeneye, the single stick setup on a on a dual analog controller. Okay, <laughs> it feels terrible. <laughs> but why would it feel terrible? But why would it feel terrible? N sixty four is fantastic. Everything's on the left side. Play, the playing best. it with the normal thing. Feel terrible. What? what what's the problem you know, here? That, stop N64 throwing my own great, words right? in my face. I, I still <laughs> love the Nintendo 64, but they could have programmed this in a way that wasn't ass. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Disrespect. Uh, right. What's going on over here? Damn. So, so this week we did have the Xbox Direct. We had a bunch of games release. So there is there is quite a bit to, to go over here. But do we want to start with a Discord question, Evan? All right. What do you think will be the next Resident <laughs> Evil remake? The next? Yeah. I mean, it should be Code Veronica. Code Veronica. Hopefully. Yeah, I think I do sincerely think it's going to be Code Veronica, and then well, I think well, we're going to get Resident Evil Nine and then Resident Evil Five remake. They're going to do Resident Evil Five. They're just going to skip Code Veronica. Probably. I, 
I just don't <laughs> think they will. I think that they're going to completely redo Code Veronica because it's a did... part of the timeline, but it's a really weird game. What if they did Zero? I I think Zero is really hated. I just is think it? that it, it is. They did the remaster of it recently, like just a couple of years ago, that I think fixed the controls a lot. But Zero is really, really, really hated. But do you think do you think they the would pick it up? and stuff. But do you think they would pick it up as a way to be like, let's fix this? As yeah. a redemption arc. Hmm. Well, if they did, I think they should make it co-op because that one of the main criticisms people have is that in Zero, you played two different characters, Rebecca Chambers and Billy, the convict, yeah. and you had to keep switching between them. So doing one puzzle as yourself, handing a puzzle piece back and forth was a pain in the ass. If they made it actually co-op, I would love to see a remake of that. Okay. Okay. You have another one, Evan? Thoughts on The Last of Us show on HBO? Extremely good. I mean, we're, 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 what, two episodes in? I, th I thought it's been pretty good. The ending of the last episode was a little strange. <laughs> oh, you know, like zombie kisses? What the? That that was, that part, I'm like, that's weird. Okay, I guess. I, I think I liked the game's adaptation of the that character, I'll say. <laughs> uh, the, their their exit is what I'll say. I, I think I liked the, the game's adaptation of that exit as opposed to the show's. Well, they... They said, because I've been watching the the like making of each episode, and they said that like in the game, the military is is much more present, but they thought that it didn't make sense in a TV show. Like if they're running from zombies, that makes sense. But if you're running from the military that have like helicopters and bombs, they would catch up to you in 10 minutes. You know, I like I like how they have it structured, though, because they do pull from things like uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, where they show a part that happened in the past at the beginning that relates to the theme of the episode. They do a good job with that. So I, I've enjoyed the first two episodes, but they still have the rest of the season to go. So we'll see. And now season two, season two is confirmed. Yeah, that'll be that. I want to see that. I got to see how that, how that gets received, but we will see. We will see. Let's see. What do we want to, what do we want to start with tonight? Hmm. We can start with, we can start with Goldeneye. Rip the bandaid off, John. Let's yeah, let's start, with, oh. let's start with Goldeneye. Goldeneye 007 released N6, from the 64, released onto the Switch and onto the Xbox. And, uh, well, it's got mixed receptions online. We, we needed to break out a, a diagram on how to play it on the Switch. But the controls are weird on the Switch, and the visuals and stuttering on the Xbox don't make any sense so it is a as mvg said a mess it's it's on his channel it's in the title golden eye 007 is a mess yep nate loves it though it's still a good game sean, lo oh, uh, sean lost his mind on camera over it and, and nate's like that's ah, good you've told us I about your love life of nate. hyperbole that's all i'm saying you've told us about your love life nate we know you're attracted to messes come on Whoa! We, <laughs> damn, we couldn't even get sean to play online at all and what did he do all he did was talk about the online for goldeneye for weeks building up to this and as soon as he i think he's played this game for all of 10 minutes yeah long <laughs> enough to get footage I mean, the controls he, i think immediately he's out he died this, playing like he died on the second the or third guy enemy in the damn level and then he I, like I, rage yeah. i will say this <laughs> these people that have been shilling the n64 that i'm here to troll you guys tonight you guys have been talking about how great n64 how it's better than gamecube gamecube all you need to do is just put you just put the, you can't mess up the controls if it's the same exact controls you can go back really? and play how, how are those gamecube games controlling on the switch 
They're not there, but that's okay. <laughs> the point hey, is, Sunshine's just that's fine. okay. I hear Sunshine's the not is, bad. The, the point is, is that you guys have nostalgia goggles on, and when you go back and you play it the same way that it was played back then, even if you have an N64 controller, it plays you guys, beautifully. You, you don't like it. No, I'm not saying you, Nate. I'm saying Sean and I'm Sean didn't use the N64 controller. That's the problem. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He doesn't like. He wants it to control like Call of Duty. That's what he wants to control. And it does. That's the weird thing. It's the controls on Xbox are great. That's what I'm saying. He wants it. And the it's rose tinted. These controls, the games are not that fantastic. You guys have exposed yourselves. Because N64, right now, look at this. You guys are all upset. This is one of the greatest games, right? Right Why now, so right now, the way Sean reacts to the GoldenEye, if he was to play Metroid Prime with a GameCube controller, he'd say, yeah. Why doesn't the other analog stick move mm, the gun? No, because yeah. it has a lock on. No, because it has a lock. Mm, I don't know. No. I, saw, I made a video today saying they ruined GoldenEye because I played it on Xbox and I played it on Switch, and I feel like both versions have problems. I feel it's like. MVG's technical breakdown. I watched your video this morning, MVG, and it's it's great. Just showing the fact that textures are just there's gaps in the environment yeah. and stuff. Character models are not loading properly. Like no matter where you play this, this doesn't feel correct. Something feels off. So, and I don't. I mean, I never really said this in my video, um, but I, I actually think the Switch version is the better version. Correct. Of of the two, even with the controls. So now for me, I'm fine with the controls because. I grew up playing an N64. I'm I'm good with with the control system, even the even on the Switch setup. with with the Joy Cons. I can I <laughs> I know how to play the game, but the difficulty in recommending the Switch version out of the box is, you know, if you load it up and you haven't really experienced those types of controls before, you're not gonna you're gonna just be like, what do I? How do I play this game? And I think that's that's the 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 difficult part. I mean, you can go in and configure it and change things around and get a decent. Um, control mm. scheme out of it but i think the point is for me and really this is the only real criticism i have with the the nso version which i th again i think is the better version because it's more accurate it's more faithful to the original game but i think they should have just baked in a a default control system where it's like you know anyone that's a, a random or just a casual can play this game but at least start figuring out how to move around in the game that's the only thing i really have a criticism about on the switch version the video that i made today was really more about the xbox version which i think honestly is again it's a bit of a mess right it's there's just a bunch of small niggly issues and it mm -hmm. compounds itself into this version of the game which you can just tell um wasn't really made with a, a big enough budget at the end of the day i think they just did the absolute minimum to get this game out, out the door on Xbox. This was that situation of we got to rebuild it, but we don't want to spend a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> and it's a shame because that, re that remake, if that remake didn't leak and we just always, we just had that glimpse of it, I think we'd be like, ah, oh, it'd been cool. We've played the remake, so we yeah. know it's good. It's like, it's, it's, it's right there. Just yeah. get that, get that. Well, the other thing I did in my video today is like, there's, there's emulators that can play N64 games at 60. Uh, and mm. I've showed off um, one of the um, homebrew emulators, 1964. It runs it at 60 frames without, you know, without any issues. So I just wonder, you know, why didn't we get that? But again, I think it goes back to, I believe they had to, they wanted to balance these releases and have some type of parity between them where, you know, no one version could excel in, in areas where the other one couldn't. In other words, one couldn't be 60 frames and the other one be 30. Like, I feel like 
there was a conscious decision made and i don't know why and i'm getting i'm speculating that they just wanted to keep it as baseline as as possible only have a small amount of enhancements um on the xbox side to kind of keep it in parity with the switch version i mean code mystics code mystics went to twitter and they said they could have done 60 but when they had it running at 60 it introduced a number of problems Mm, yep. You think like screen tearing or something like that, or something more? What if animations the, were tied to it? The animations yeah, it, it of the could logic be the animation. Game. They didn't go into any extra detail yeah. as to what the problems were, but if their default was to go to thirty FPS over sixty, there was a reason behind it. So, I mean, I would defer to their expertise on the matter. They were the developers behind the project, so whatever reasoning there was for it to be done. There seems as though there was a reason and i don't think like nintendo had any say in of we need parity between these releases oh yeah no i don't, I don't think i don't think that'd be the case otherwise we, it wouldn't even have attempted or advertised like high resolution or well, 4k or any of that i mean is that 30 it, frames it's at 30 no, you, on there no you're, yeah, you're probably right yeah, in yeah, what you yeah, say but then then the question is well why didn't they get the source code from the um the you know the unreleased xbla version at that point and start using that well i mean i think that introduces a kind of a different ripple to the conversation of if you did have the unreleased xbla version and you still needed nintendo's permission for this release to even happen nintendo could have looked at that and said we're not giving permission to that because that also would then add another layer where how would they add the xbla version to switch it would have to be a standalone release yes yeah, so it would not be with nso that's correct yes yeah. now when that happens would that mean microsoft is publishing that release well that's mm. i mean you would think so you would think right. that would be yeah so now all of a sudden nintendo's going to approve a version that would be a standalone release not only on xbox but also switch where microsoft would potentially be publishing it and they're going to make the majority of the money whereas what we ended up the solution is this is going to game pass and rare replay and it's going to NSO. There is no standalone version. No one can buy it. There is no extra revenue exchanging hands in this case. Whatever deal was struck, this is the money mm -hmm. between the parties involved, and that's all there was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, at least it exists, I will say that, on modern platforms, but it's like, what could have been with this if, if everyone was fine and could agree on basically money? I'm yep. still enjoying it. Like I, I beat it on the Xbox and I'm going through it on the Switch now. It's a lot. Um, e isn't it easy with that? The, I will say the dual analog setup makes it incredibly easy. Like you yeah. were just. It, it almost just feels destroying everyone. a little off to me. You know what I mean? Like it's not really meant for that type of control. No, system. The auto aim is crazy yeah. as it is mm -hmm. on it. So exactly. I guess if you turn that off, it would make it hard, like harder. But you have auto aim on and you have both analog sticks rolling. It's uh, it's yeah. you just roll through everyone. And it's pretty hilarious because even like the second level, like the enemies just keep coming. You can pile up enemies in like the hallway because yeah. you just mow them down constantly. I wasn't, I wasn't even strafing right mine. I was just going through them. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a, crazy. I, just, I, it's like, I feel like it auto headshots. Everyone takes one hit and they die anyways. It's they turn funny. so slow. The NPCs are like, oh no, it's James Bond. Ugh. And the online is great too because it's you still you can still screen look at everyone. So it's, it's funny. I don't know. It is like the old days for that. Someone said, look, you can, I saw online, someone said you can, uh, you can make it so it's only one screen. You just got to use the zoom feature on the switch. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you want to see everyone's screen? Don't you want to, like, that's not part you wanna of cheat. the game. You want to cheat. You want to look at their screen and yeah. pretend like yeah. you did. That's part of the strategy. Gun. 
You see the gun? That's it. Just the... <laughs> yeah. It's like, why would you do that? Why? Why wouldn't you? Uh, why wouldn't you screen look? Well, you'd have to have like a pact with everybody else. Like, hey guys, you're all zooming it in. Yeah, this that's gonna happen. Look. Yeah, yeah. I would <laughs> never. I would lie. Instantly. Once someone starts losing, they're they're zooming right out. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got we have diagrams and charts to to set up your controls on the switch. That's there. It's like a eight step process and uh, you know bar graphs and charts and stuff. I I thought we didn't like that for Anthem, but eh, it's fine for the switch and the and setting up the. That's hyperbole. That's hyperbole. <laughs> we, hey, uh, I all I know is apparently you could take the right Joy-Con and the left Joy-Con and just switch hands. Okay, it works. I mean, In handheld mode too, you just need some duct tape. It simplifies the controller swap. You put it on 2.4 in the game settings. You use. Oh, we're bringing you, decimals into this. Okay. You then swap the Joy Cons into the opposite hand, and it controls exactly like having two two N64 controllers in your hand, like back in 1997. Psycho. You can do that if you want to replicate that. You could also buy two N64 controllers from Nintendo and do it, or you could use two Pro controllers, however you and want you, to do it. So I synced up the it? Xbox controller and it just worked on the Xbox. It was weird. There, there have never been... Yeah, how's, yeah, the, online, how's the online on that game? There, there's Ooh, never been two Nintendo 64 controllers in the same room. That's has, has, any, yeah, has anybody been able to ever buy <laughs> two It's impossible. Let me, let me tell you how I got this one real quick, guys, all right? So I went on there. For some reason, it was not letting me buy it. Then I was like, whatever. And I, I clicked off anything. Next thing you know, I got an email saying, hey, you got an N64 controller coming. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> it even went through. So even this controller was on accident. Mm. I think my biggest gripe is the fact that it's the the peer to peer where you're doing the online because we did a couple online matches me Spawnwave Nate and MVG and it was going great until uh, slow ass Nate joined and it bogged it down because to a fucking... it connected to the wrong signal on my router it went to the slower one if it went to the faster one it would have been fine but all of you quit after I win the one match I was there for. Yeah, you want to match while it was like this. You're like, I'm shooting. I have footage of Nate just shooting a wall. Same. And then you died. (laughs) I'm the only one who had more than one kill, and I won. I have footage of MVG aiming a rocket at his feet and pulling the trigger. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) I did do that. He wanted out so much. (laughs) He's like, yeah, let me out. Uh, That was, uh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's, 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 it's a shame. It's, it, the multiplayer is janky as fuck, but it's still really fun to play. Like, if you have a good connection, I can definitely ha- have. Or if you're, if you have the Xbox version, you have people like that would come over and play. That's probably the best experience. Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go. Goldeneye is like kind of out. It's just it's it's two pieces that need to fuse together, and it'll be good. It's disqualified, but it's uh, never happening. In fact, probably in a couple of years, though, it'll just get taken away, yeah, and then we'll be like, "Oh, they took it away," it. and we'll yeah. reminisce and and be nostalgic about that release. And it'll no, be no, no, no. Like- so, so what's going to happen is they're going to take it away. People are going to be outraged about it, and then if, you know, a couple of years later, no one's going to remember it. No one's going to care. And then, like five years after that, people are going to be like, "Damn, I wish we had Goldeneye again," and the cycle will just repeat itself. <laughs> Maybe or that's the, when they drop the remake and clean up. Yeah, they're going to dead space it. Dude, that remake doesn't exist. You never saw it. No, they do pretend like it didn't exist. It doesn't exist. Someone needs to ask someone in an interview about that. Someone at Microsoft, someone at Nintendo. Just just, just drop the question on them out of nowhere. Rare's kind of talked about it in the last couple of years. They, they have. It was I mean, done. Someone higher up within Nintendo said, no, it's not coming out. And that was mm, the end of it. 
They didn't want right. it. So the next, they didn't the next tree house, Nintendo killed it. The next treehouse about Zelda. You just need to drop the question midway. Yeah. Careful, Nate. <laughs> Nintendo Life is listening. They may run a story on that. It's already out there. You can find it online. You can Google it. You said it. You said it. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're talking Pikmin 4 hate. in a treehouse with Miyamoto, and you're halfway through and just be like, Go, the GoldenEye remake, though. Let's, uh, He'd let's, look let's at shift you to and that. Say, what are you talking about? Never get another interview again after that. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I'm not supposed to be there in the first place. How did? Why did they let me in? That's <laughs> when Miyamoto escorts you out back, and they beat the living shit out of you. <laughs> you see, his, his bodyguards are actually kind of intimidating, though. He do be rolling around with some pretty. Intimidating I mean, you pretty bodyguards. much have to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a big old. I remember what year was it? E3 2014 or 15? Had like a little area that was like closed off for like uh, I guess it was mm. like um children to go like play at e3 or whatever like it was like the executives kids and stuff like that and like mimoto oh, was yeah, there the with Mario them talking yeah and there was like this big old dude that was just standing there i'm like oh my god yo this is crazy because <laughs> i was like hey what's going on back then he just looked at me like leave i was like all right that's cool <laughs> you gotta hire I'm the out. security yeah, yeah. <laughs> god, I, just, I just asked what's going on i wasn't trying to go back there damn <laughs> Uh, so golden eyes that hey if anything if you already have a subscription is it's a nice benefit to the subscription so there yeah, you go. I mean, it's still worth checking out just it's still go, golden yeah yep go check it out evan we have a discord question over there actually I have one for golden eye i'm sure it's deliberate on everyone's part but do you think it's weird how you can't purchase golden eye digitally anywhere yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely deliberate yeah <laughs> it's deliberate yeah uh, you can't even can't add it to the physical copy of rare replay because you can buy that physically <laughs> So yep. they can't they can't turn it off on you then I guess. So they need you the don't control. own it. You 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 have access to play the game. Yeah, basically, basically. Yeah, this will be nothing yeah. more than a fleeting memory. Yeah. What yeah. next major upgrade would you like to see to controllers? Mm. Next upgrade. Uh, I'd like a Sony controller with good battery life. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. A Sony controller that has replaceable batteries and has good battery life. This is the, I did a video about it. This is the new controller. I tested it. It's about a four and a half hour battery life. I've realized <laughs> this is $200. I've realized I would pay $200 for just a controller with like a 40 hour battery life. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, I guess, it, I guess battery life for Sony is their biggest thing. They've never really had a good battery life either. I, for the controller. I, I swear, maybe I'm misremembering, but I swear the the PS4 had a 15 hour battery life. I thought I we used to make fun of that battery too, though. I've never caught 15 hours on a PS4. We, we used to make fun of the PS4 yeah, battery all the time. Once they did the dimmer patch, I thought they did, but I oh, could also I, that I, I I mean I think it varies on the game, but Last of Us Part Two for some reason just eats the battery. It, I mean, I was I charged it multiple times in like my 20 something hour i think i yeah. played that game for about 20 hours and i charge i it definitely had to hit the charge at least three times Jeez. at least minimum three or four times but yeah. like i said that's just me it, it could be different for other people based off of i don't know variety getting, of factors we're getting used to like the xbox elite controller has a 35 to 40 hour the switch pro controller has like a 40 hour mm -hmm. and now we're, we're talking about this playstation controller has like four to five hours it's like it's, it's insane it yeah, I, be, if, if we can use like some of the cool third-party controllers on Sony's like they, they don't have like support for like the 8-bit-o stuff you know like I, at least I don't think they do I know there's some but it'd be nice because then you can say okay well at least I can just use this controller for it you know mm -hmm. what's a Xbox controller with just regular batteries what do you get 25 out of that? hours yeah, that's about right 
per two double A's. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, that's manageable. Basically, it's the point where you can play multiple times, multiple sittings and not think about your batteries. That's that's where I'd like Sony to get to. Um, But there's always next generation. I feel like the charge for my Xbox and for my uh, my switch controller, like whenever I see that your battery is low, I'm always surprised. Like it's always so long. I'm like, oh, I need to charge it. Whereas I, I literally charge. I literally charge every PlayStation controller every day. Yeah. So I did yeah. see someone mention the idea of like temperature in your controller where it can get cold or hot. That that sounds like there's a lot of things that could go wrong with that one. But, too. And we're trying to come up with different ways to, I guess, make it more immersive. Uh, but I feel like the advanced rumble is with combined with speaker is is almost already kind of there. Like the, the dual sense does feel very alive for the five hours yeah, you, that it's alive <laughs> you got a touch but i mean they've already added a lot of tech into the controller right like the yeah. the, the touchpad the the haptic feedback the you know all that stuff the pressure sensitive triggers i mean there's that's enough right there then they can kind of reiterate on that so that's already enough pretty cool new maybe not you know super new but still new in the sense of like there ha- it hasn't been done exactly like how sony's doing it you know I mean, so that's good enough the me. bigger problem is probably that a lot of these controllers especially the dual sense it has haptic it has all those features but so few games actually utilize them in a meaningful way and then you have the xbox controller which really doesn't have that many features which people would love for it to have gyro haptics and mm-hmm. those types of features mm-hmm. then you have like the switch controller you would love it to have digital rare buttons similar to and, the and, analog, analog analog yeah analog they have digital yeah. now so mm-hmm. it's like every controller for every company you could look at and say i would love to have this feature enabled on the controller and then you have the playstation 5 controller which has a lot of the features we want you just don't mm-hmm. see them utilized to their fullest and it's because they all need to i think they all need to be mostly in parity for the third parties to actually develop for them otherwise you need to get a timed exclusive or just an exclusive that yeah goes you know, all in on it but sometimes even first party stuff doesn't even use it you know like uh, you know yeah. not that it matters too much but like fire emblem engage like there's like almost like no usage of the right uh, hd rumble or anything like that that's the thing know? i'll give i'll give sony like returnal uses that dual sense like crazy so mm-hmm. you get you do get some of these first parties from sony at least yeah. but they kind of have to because they have to that's that's like yeah, the most next gen thing they have right now with yeah. their ps5 because otherwise it's like the visuals are better the frame rate's better gosh returnal i would have been playing that so much and it just cooked that melts the dual sense yeah Yeah. i had to i had to turn it off i love the the dual but i'm like i gotta turn this off yeah (laughs) like that because i was playing that game so i was playing that game at least like five six hours because i was getting my ass handed to me all the time (laughs) so let's actually i do want to keep that in mind though nate for a game we're gonna talk about the xbox controller uh, because there, there oh, was something I noticed with there it. There was haptics with that yeah. game. Oh let's, my God. Let's actually move to that Xbox Developer Direct. We're going to talk about the Developer Direct, then we can talk about Hi Fi Rush. I wanted to kind of keep them a bit separate uh, because the Developer Direct, all right, so they announced it. I I'm st- I don't know if I'm still on board with the name, although it makes more sense now after seeing the presentation because they just went to each studio and had developers talk directly to the viewer. So, okay, that makes sense. Minecraft Legends, that was first up, coming out April 18th. I I don't I don't know if this is a game for me, but yeah. I, if I was really into Minecraft, I'd probably love what I'm seeing. Or, this is great. I'm going to jump into it. But eh, I, I kind of saw it and I said, oh, that's fine, I guess, for Minecraft. It, it at least looks different than just Minecraft. Uh, so it kind of has that RTS 
style to it, base oh, building talent. Just, just admit it. None of us are into that. I don't game think any of us are interested in Minecraft Legends, but I I can't sit here and say it's not gonna. It's gonna go out, and you know it's gonna jump to like the top of the charts because it's Minecraft. Yeah. It's cool. gonna do well. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not. I, I was. I was already old when that wave, you know, of Minecraft hit. You know, I was already well past it, so I just yeah. never got into it. I tried to play with my daughter. And I was just like, I, I can't, I can't do it. Like, I just let her play around with it. I have so. to at least recognize that it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna draw a lot of attention, or at least in general, and have a lot of downloads, and probably go up to Xbox charts, like Grounded did. I, I didn't was really into Grounded, but it was what number three or something on the Xbox charts. What was, at one what point? was the other Minecraft game that came out recently? Or, or uh, Dungeons. 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 Yeah, I played that, and it, it's cool. It's just you know, it's like... I do you want to recognize Fransby becoming a new member? Thank you, Fransby. Let's oh, see. Brands B. Then we uh, we did have after that Forza Motorsport, twenty twenty three. No release date. That is a shame. In fact, I I was so close to giving this like top grades across the board, and then they flashed twenty twenty three for Forza, and I was like, ah, oh. they show up to a, a a showcase where everyone's giving dates for their games, and it's still. 2023 and it sounds like this game's coming out second half like it's so well i mean so that, nate, was, that was nate last week hinted that it may not get a date what did we you said say a week, month nate? or we said a month ago forza might come out Nate, remember sean said like a month ago that forza run, come out run the, the video the what did you say last week what was what was your quote that you said at the end of the show saying <laughs> we might have an xbox reaction when uh microsoft doesn't date forza and it gets delayed mm. <laughs> oh mm. so you guys think it's gonna get delayed from 2023 no, it's just delayed. No, first no, no. Half. It was supposed yeah. to be out. It was the first supposed half. to be spring, and yeah. then they oh. only came back in with the 2023 date. Okay. Meaning, I it has been delayed outside of the first half of the year. Okay, my bad. I didn't know that. I didn't know. And I mean, that's half. why they're not assigning it a date yet. They're still trying to find a slot for it in the upcoming Is... schedule in the second half of the year. But as MVG and I discussed in our reaction episode, I don't think this negatively hurts Microsoft. Yeah, because this is not a big deal. I don't no, think it's a big deal. It isn't, it's and. It can benefit them in a way that if June is the month Starfield lands, the Forza delay makes a lot more sense. June coming in September, it's coming in September, June. Well, even now with Redfall, like Redfall being May, like Microsoft last year had like nothing. So the fact that they already dropped a game and then even if Red, we have to wait three months or four months, whatever, that's fine. That At least there's a solid somewhat flow of games so to me it's like that's why I, I don't think it even matters even like if starfield was maybe a little bit later maybe that's like september that's also fine too they can then they can just drop forts at the end of the year that's four good solid games mm -hmm. for the year which is significantly better than last year obviously so i i don't i don't you know I i'm not that a big was their, guy but... that was their target i think when they get when yeah. they get everything spun up was a, a good game per quarter or a, a yeah. big release for them per quarter and that that would kind of fit into it then, because I mean, even if you Hi-Fi Rush and then Minecraft and then yeah, Redfall, Minecraft's April, Sports, right? uh, yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep. Minecraft, Starfield. Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know if they had right. something else, but they could. I mean, Hi-Fi Rush came out of nowhere, so it's it's possible. But I will admit, I was kind of hoping Forza would be sooner rather than the second half of the year, just because when they showed it, it looks pretty good. Like technically mm -hmm. speaking, it is an impressive looking game. And the problem we're running into now is these streams for anyone really does not do the game justice because we're seeing games that are like native 4k ray trace and all these things. And it comes to this crushed 
compressed 1080p YouTube stream. And it just, it still doesn't look great until you go and look at the 4K footage that they upload. And then it's like, okay, this is what it was supposed to have looked like. But I understand not everyone's going to go and do that. Forza mm -hmm. looks incredible, visually speaking. I am like shocked at how good it looks. 4K, 60 ray tracing enabled all of that. It's, uh, it's an impressive racing game it's obviously more towards the simulation side of things so people who have like the big chair set up with the racing wheels and stuff are probably loving what they're seeing so there's apparently a campaign they talked about it for five seconds <laughs> so I, I didn't even catch that yeah at the end hey there's a single player campaign all right anyways that was it yeah next that was it <laughs> yeah so hey it's still forza looks good looks uh looks like it's gonna be a good time so I guess we'll see when that when that ends up releasing. What do you think, Nate? I mean, you said they might they don't have it set up yet. I'm, I think I think August sounds nice. I think that's a good good month. Here, looking Forza. August September, the usual window where you see Forza and Forza Horizon games land mm -hmm. at the absolute latest. I would go into the first half you of got October. Horizon Five in November. Mm -hmm. If I remember right, yeah, because then Halo yeah, followed it was up the a following week before month. the Halo multiplayer release. Yep. So I don't think it's gonna. That seems really late for Forza Motorsport, uh, like November. I I'd be yeah, surprised I'm if it thinking, went that far. I'm thinking late summer, very mm -hmm. beginning of fall. That sounds that sounds right. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna move over to Elder Scrolls Online Necrom. I it's launching in June. It's an expansion. Cool. Next. I don't play Elder Scrolls Online. And then they showed they were like, here's all the downloadable content you can just get now. There's like 20 pieces, and I'm like that seems like i'm not gonna catch up so yeah. <laughs> that's yeah that's the end of that i mean i've heard a lot of good things about elder scrolls online where they say you can play it as a single player game you don't have to do it as a mmo part you can just enjoy it as though it is a never-ending elder scrolls game if you want and for them to give you that amount of content and just the visual fidelity of the game is very impressive it's just it's such a time sink i don't have that many hours left in my life yeah, yeah I, I, to put into a game. I'm not saying it's a bad game or anything. It's just it's not something I'm gonna. It's it. That's the thing with MMOs. They build up so much content that it is you have to dedicate basically everything to it to get caught yeah. up to for I, you to feel relevant in the game. I put like a hundred hours into it, and I felt like I barely did the tutorial. The game is almost too big. <laughs> then we had we did have Redfall that is coming out May second. That we kind of knew that from the rumors. Red, people seem split on this game. I noticed online, some people were like, this looks great. Other people were like, what, this game looks terrible. It's, I, I think people are still viewing it as Left 4 Dead, which is weird because it, it definitely is now coming off as that Far Cry experience they were attempting to describe to us in that article. Mm -hmm. it, it's still, I it's, like our, it. it's, it's Arcane it. Austin. They did Prey. They it, did Dishonored. I never, I, never made a bad game. Yeah, I know. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with this to at least try it when it comes out it looks like it's that multiplayer experience as much as they want to say you can play through it single player this looks like a multiplayer game where you want to have some people with you does but i will say that let's not sleep on the single player stuff too because there's, there's a lot of stealth like mm -hmm. they showed stealth parts and all that and obviously you're not going to be able to do that with multiplayer so i think if the stealth is very well implemented i think that the single player could be a bit better i do agree with you though john like it is more of a multiplayer experience so it's probably gonna be more fun that way but some of that stealth stuff looked really cool. I, I'm actually intrigued by the single player 
aspect of the game. I can see myself playing this solo, but then also getting a group of friends together mm -hmm. to attack some of it in co-op. And I think the direct demonstrated the strength of both of these modes for the game because there was a lot of uncertainty about the game leading up to the developer direct. And I think Arcane and Microsoft did the best they could to explain the game in a cohesive manner and to show gameplay to illustrate the focus of the title and just the aesthetic, the gameplay, the in-game mechanics that they showcase with the skill tree, how the loot and perk systems work. It feels very fleshed out. And you can tell this isn't a Left 4 Dead clone. This is its own thing. This is Arcane at its purest form delivering us their next experience. And I can't wait for May 2nd. The game is now on my radar and I want to play it. And up till you know this week, I definitely had my hesitations about the title. But mm -hmm. right now, I'm going in with optimism and i'm i'm really curious how the i am curious how the skill tree and the progression works I don't, I don't know if you're getting experience for every creature you're killing and then you throw it into the skill tree or you get certain items as you loot things and that gives you a node in your skill tree i say node because you're playing dead space right now but like you uh <laughs> you, you know what i mean like do you get items like that and then you jump your skill trades you accumulate experience as you do missions and other things so there's i think there's still a lot they have to go into and that's the problem I feel like this is a difficult game to just showcase in five minutes. Mm -hmm. it, like it feels like they want to keep telling us about it, but they're like, we just don't have enough time. So we'll see you in, I'm sure another video that'll follow up and then another one and then another one. So it's, I think there's still a long road for the promotion. Remember how game. many times we saw um, death loop. Yeah. We yeah. Sick of it. You know what I mean? Um, and when the game came out, it was, it was, received very very well game, so and I, I don't think there's any issue with like you know telling people um over and over again what, what what it's all about um but i also understand you know that i mean it still has a left for dead vibe to it right even though it's not a left for dead style game at all kind of does yeah uh, it, it just has that that kind of feel to it you know um the enemy think, selection as well yeah yeah vampires yeah. and all that stuff you know i think i'm most curious about how progression like i'm kind of curious about shared story progression and i guess i'm curious about like end game because it sounds like we are going to clear out the island and eventually save redfall so i'm kind of curious like if if three of us teamed up and burned through that game in like a weekend i wonder if there's like some sort of end game quests or bosses or if it is going to be like far cry and once the guy's dead the villain's dead it's just over mm -hmm. i'm kind of curious if they add on to the city later with dlc or something oh, like i think they definitely know, will yeah I'm, I'm just curious to see how progression is going to work at the later stages I of could, the story i could kind of see this being like arcane sea of thieves almost where we're just going to see content added to it consistently for potentially years even if it if it's successful because they're still looking for ways for engagement and monthly active users and that's one of the best ways to keep people having a subscription with game Pass is you have games just continue to go on and on and on so i don't see that as redfall but i i'm at least curious about it to see how a lot of the mechanics and everything works so i'm uh, looking looking forward to may 2nd when that releases but Probably this. I mean, I guess the the highlight, the star of the show, is definitely a game that we we heard about this game going into it, but we just heard the title. We didn't really know what it necessarily was, especially the visual style, the everything around the game in terms of the mechanics. Hi-Fi Rush. 
gets announced and then they shadow drop the game hey it's available an hour after it was maybe less than an hour because i feel like people were saying oh it's up on the shop now and i looked i'm like it's it's only been like 45 minutes but it was there you had to search for it and then it was like oh claim this on game pass now Mm -hmm. but it is a single player rhythm action game and i heard that i was like oh rhythm game i don't know and then i see it and they're talking about it and i'm like this looks like a saturday morning cartoon with a slight anime twist to it and then you play it and they're like oh yeah all your all your actions land on the beat automatically <laughs> but if you're able to time the beat yourself you get benefits and, and advantages and harder mm-hmm. hits and all this stuff and I, the game is great it is it's, really good it's fantastic it's yeah it's rhythm heaven meets beautiful joe meets devil may cry meets fully coolie and it nails every single one of those notes this game was a pure project of love and you can tell through just the gameplay the music the animation and the way it transitions from the animated sequences to the game is just so seamless it's a phenomenal game if you have game pass steam any way you can play it play this game it's going to go down as one of the best releases of 2023 any chance for a physical release I know, I right? Wish. I Dude, wish. I want to buy a deluxe edition for my collection. It yeah. it reminds me, it feels like, to me, it felt like Guitar Hero and Jet Set Radio had a baby. Yeah, because it was I, definitely Jet Set Radio vibes to it. Like the soundtrack, the amount of custom songs that they made for the mm-hmm. the the thing that just feels so good. And I, one of my favorite things about Jet Set Radio Future was how the characters would dance when you weren't doing stuff, and the main character does that, where he'll he's always snapping to doing the rhythm. Like this. Yeah, yes, I, I <laughs> me and my friends used to all the time do the Jet Set Radio dances as a joke. So I don't know the fact that he does that is like so cool. The whole universe dances, and it does that. Yeah, it does thing where he's snapping. It says snap above his hand. Like it kind of yeah. has that that tongue in cheek, like self aware vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it is parts of it are pretty corny, but it it plays into that completely with the aesthetic and the tone and and all of this. And it's it's genuinely creative for some of the enemies you're fighting against. To as Nate mentioned, the entire world the entire world goes along with the beat. The cutscenes, things in Everything. the background. It's very weird. It's why it's yeah. you start to notice it as you're yeah. yeah as you start to notice it as you go. Uh, it's and they have a streamer mode. So if you turn it on, it'll get rid of any of the licensed music and it will just play their original music. So you won't get copyright claimed or anything. And the music of both is phenomenal. The licensed music is awesome in the boss sequences, but the original music just for the standard exploration Mm -hmm. stages. Is it Trent Reznor or Nine Inch Nails or something? Yes. Nine Inch Nails is the first boss theme. And it's awesome. They just just spring out. You like walk into a room and a lady just shows up and she's like, hey, I'm the first boss. And she like like, plays like a cheering soundtrack for herself. And then it just starts blasting Nine Inch Nails. I'm I'm I think I'm on the last boss. I'm right before the CEO. How many, how many hours is it? I think I've put six hours into it so okay. far. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's an incredibly long game. It's a thirty dollar title, uh, outright. But it's yeah, yeah. it's a fun it's a fun game. And I, I I didn't think it'd be that into like the rhythm based stuff. You can play it without it completely. Like all your attacks will land normally, your combos, but you get those big crushing hits if you line all your combos up on the beat and it's it's, it's pretty cool when it comes yeah when it comes together it's pretty cool it's, yeah i mean if you don't care about the rankings of getting you know an s rank you can kind of almost disregard the rhythm aspect when it comes mm-hmm. to battle 
and yep. just enjoy it for what it is and it's still be a very good game you do have progression through it too because you'll get essentially currency and chips and you put them into extra abilities for your companions that can jump in and it has like this metroidvania vibe to it because there are certain parts you can't go to until you get your companions that can break through things or go past obstacles. And there's all kinds of stuff to buy and level up in the game too. So there's, there's a lot going on there. They said this has been in development or at least it was conceptualized in 2017. So this isn't something that just popped up last year. They've been at least thinking about it for a while. And that's interesting coming from Tango. I would not have expected this from the people who made evil within it's so good. I'm like the biggest evil within simp, but I'm like, man, I, I hope we get a fucking hi-fi rush too. Yeah. This has to become a franchise. Yeah. It has to. Yeah, That's a good new IP for Microsoft. I would, what I would do is I'd back the, back the Brinks truck up now to tango. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, what else you got? What, what other characters are you thinking of? What, what franchises would you like to make? Cause they, they got some creativity over there. This, I, this is I like exactly like the type of game that people were like, we were discussing a week ago. Where people saying, "Oh, you know, the AAA sphere is becoming so redundant. We need something yes. original. We need we need new ideas." And here comes Tango with Hi-Fi Rush. This you know is what exactly this... what people have asked for. You know what this feels like, Nate? This feels like a game that would have come out of Sony Japan Studios. This, yeah, it feels like a Sony Japan, even even a Nintendo Rush. Studio. Yes. It, yeah, it, it, it pro- this would have fit in fine on a Nintendo Direct. Oh yeah, yes, without question. Yeah. I'd have and, been like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, cool. This looks yeah, good. Like, oh, on oh, Xbox, really it's like, cool. really? Like this, yeah, this came from a Microsoft-owned studio? Wait Tango. a minute. <laughs> Tango made this. The guys behind The Evil Within? What? Yeah. And Ghostwire Tokyo? Wait a second. And then you play it, and everything just hits. It's very so good. It, it, it was so funny, though. A lot of people, when you said that, with uh, it feels like it would come out from like Nintendo or like a Gravity Rush, I see a lot of people that were like, oh, yeah, kitty, kitty. kitty. This not, oh, now it's great. Oh, now it's oh, great art style. Now, oh, no, no, no more kitty. It's not. No, that's not a problem now. No, now, now it's fantastic. And I'm, I'm not talking about. Every, I'm talking about certain people. Okay, certain people. <laughs> we'll not name any names, but certain people. Kitty this, kitty that. Oh no. Oh my God. Great game. Game best. Oh my. God. Oh, look out. The colors. Vibrancy. Oh, wow, this game looks fantastic. I mean, that's wow, it, it. like the color and the vibrancy. It just. It's right from that GameCube, Dreamcast, PS2 era. Yeah, of gaming. it is. It is yep. from the golden era, and it it's just great. And I know I know you're going to bring this up. Had the Xbox controller had haptic feedback, yes, yes, just to go with the beat, have the controller serve as the metronome. It wants to the whole time. It, it, it wants does. to, it, but it's so limited with the like the basic rumble it has, and it can't quite do it. But it, it tries. I'll give it that. The little controller tries. Yeah. It would have <laughs> elevated it to a whole new level if the controller had the haptic Ooh. metronome going on. Or what if <laughs> what if there was a speaker on the controller? Right. Even that. Mm. Can you? Man, I'm telling you. I tell. It really like, good. <laughs> if it had the speaker with that rumble type feature as you're playing it in those in the boss battle sequences you just be taken back by the feedback of like, wow. Microsoft, you got to get on it. <laughs> but if they do that, if they'll do it with the DualSense uh, Edge, so it'll be like a 35-minute battery life because the speaker will drain the battery. <laughs> okay, prediction. Xbox, like, super pro controller E3 this year. It's happening. They have an elite. Apparently, Maybe. there's an elite three that's in the works, and Super elite. The, the, there are some extra features that they were talking about. I think haptics might have been one of them, but you still have to account for the basic 
control. Yeah. That's the problem. You still have to account for it. Yeah. They kind of committed to their kind of base controller this generation. So, I mean, they could come out with some type of update, you know, but that makes it even worse because you kind of fragmented things now because, you know, you got half your, not even half your audience, you got like one eighth of your audience, for example, that wants haptics because they have a fancy controller and everyone else just has a base mm. controller. Mm. So I don't, I, I feel like they need to kind of get to the next version of their hardware in order to introduce haptics, but they could. I mean, I know Phil's kind of expressed wanting to do it um, in interviews and stuff, but I just, it's hard to imagine them adding haptics now kind of in the middle of the generation. It just, it just doesn't make sense how does, to me. You know, let me ask you, Miji, how does that, is that, that's, is that a whole other development process, getting the haptics synced up and, and programmed yeah. and designed for your game? It is? Okay. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not, it's not that complicated. Like I did the haptics for, um, Quake. I remember you said that for Quake. Quake, right? Yeah. And like, it's not like super complicated, but there is, there's definitely work that you need to, to do. So um, what we did was I added haptics to the controller and I also routed the audio, um, like, like low frequency audio. So when you like shoot the, you know, the shotgun or, or um, the rocket launch or whatever, um, it makes kind of a rumble in your hand as well with, along with the haptics. Mm-hmm. But like the actual development time to add haptics, it's not really that much work, but I will say that you can get it, you can you can add them in pretty quickly, but making it feel right um, requires a lot of other people to kind of play test it and be like, you know, does this feel good to you? And kind of do some A-B testing. Because um, I remember when we were doing Quake, uh, there were a lot of people that I wanted, like that that tested it out to see how it felt. And some people really liked it. Um, and a lot of people like, I don't, I don't like this effect and I'm going to turn it off. Uh, and I think that's a personal preference. I know personally for me, sometimes some games that have haptics are so annoying that I just got to, I got to, mm-hmm. I got to turn them off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really more about how it feels to the player more than, you know, how long it takes to, to make. It's pretty, it's pretty easy to add haptics to, to, um, you know, to the controller. Okay. What you're doing. Okay. Okay. But the, the shadow drop for hi-fi rush, good move. I think yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bold, yeah, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think it showed the level of confidence they had in this release. Yeah. The I mean it it definitely surprised a lot of people because it was being built up like it was gonna be this this big, you know, title maybe a couple months from now or something. Oh no, it's out now. And the polish around the game it makes no sense for just shadow dropping because it is very, oh, very it, polished. The for... level of production in the game is top notch. Yeah. So I, I apparently According to Phil Spencer, it was Tango's idea to do it, to shadow drop the thing. So, yeah. uh, again, back up the Brinks truck. For, uh, I, let's, let's get them going. I saw some interviews, and the, the director of the game said, we started it before like Game Pass was a thing, like before we were on Game Pass, before Bethesda's stuff was going yeah. to Game Pass. And he's like, we were just working on it as this great secret game. And then Game Pass came along, and that's when they got the idea of like, let's just drop it. Let's just finish it and drop it. Yeah, so the I guess the good thing is that if people can, if they see it and they like it, they can go download it or buy it right away. I guess, I guess one of the cons is you don't have any reviews at all ready to go, so you kind of have bad, to wait you know, to see people. Bad. It's 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 okay to to mix things up, you know, to kind of turn turn the industry on its head sometimes, and 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 not have a bunch of you know in, uh, reviews ready to go that that people you know spent um, like hours grinding out to get the review ready for sure. embargo and stuff so 
I welcome stuff like this when it happens. I think it's a really cool thing. To, well, this is a game that I, that's reviewing well now. So yeah. that's well, one that if the reviews hit and it was like, oh, it's a 90, we'd be like, oh, okay. We, we also have like today, today's day, we have instant reviewers. We have Twitch. We have Twitch and we have YouTube that's where true. you can just instantly go on there and get impressions. So yep. that also, I mean, yeah, maybe it's not so good like 10, 15 years ago to do something like that. But yeah, today's day, it's, it's, uh, I agree. Like it's, uh, I like the shadow drop. Scary for them. Yeah, I, I like it's probably it. a little scary for them though. They're probably like, right? See how it works out, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's definitely that gamble involved in it. And yeah. now, I mean, I guess the only drawback from it being a shadow drop is now we have that uncertainty of will there eventually be a retail release? Because I would double yeah. dip and buy it if oh, they yeah. come to retail. Dude, um, if they if they drop a super deluxe edition, I'm buying the best I'm edition waiting. of it. I'm waiting. I mean, I, I wanted to go pick it up. I mean, I don't have Game Pass, but I don't. I don't mind paying thirty dollars for the game. That's fine by it's me. But well worth I'm, it. Yeah, but if I'm gonna pay thirty dollars for the game, I would have loved to pay. Like, give me fifty. I'll pay fifty for a physical. Like, I'll. I think I'll that's pay a game, a OJ. That would do yeah. really well for you on stream too. Yeah, I mean, I bet absolutely. But I mean, I would just. I, I want a physical copy of the game. Yeah, as long as you can keep the beat, you got to keep the beat on stream. Mm. Yeah, I, I would just. I would just like a physical copy. I'm not the biggest fan of just like of buying digital. Like if I'm gonna spend, you know, thirty dollars, forty dollars, fifty dollars, six dollars, whatever, I, I would like to have a physical. Like have the option at least. Mm -hmm. So, um, I hope there is one. I'm holding, and then I'm just holding out hope. Like if we don't hear anything in the next like couple weeks or so, I'm, I'll, I'll probably just cave in and just get it. You know. But, I mean, yeah, they, if they could do a physical copy, they probably should include like an 808 plush yeah. just mm, to get okay. people in because that cat has now resonated with everyone online because the internet loves cats. Yeah. Okay. Very, very funny. Give, give me a still case. Give me a still case. Uh -huh. Give me the cat. Give me what you know, give me a cat game that's actually good. It's really good. You know, <laughs> the entire presentation came out to about 40 minutes, like 40, a little more than that. So this, this I think, went over pretty well. Five different studios talked about games. They're about less than 10 minutes each. And it went, I think, way better than when they did inside Xbox. That thing went on for like two hours, and they did not talk about as much stuff as they did here. So developer direct, does Microsoft have something here? Do we now have yeah. it figured out across the board? Nintendo with their oh, direct, yeah. Nintendo direct, Sony with their state of play, and now Microsoft with developer direct. Are we, we're good now going forward. Everyone has a show. I think this is the tightest thing they've done. I think they've had reveals that got me more excited or like E3s that were bigger, but this was probably their tightest show where it was just all good for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't... it was well-paced. It was well-structured where they let the developer talk about their game, showcase their game, and then, you know, you ended it with the chalkboard type of fun moment of here's the release date, circle it, move on to the next project very yeah. quickly nothing overstated to welcome it was all very brisk and it just kept moving i don't think we really need that that stage that live stage stage presence every time either in fact i think most of these companies should save that for something really meaningful like new console reveal or to start a new generation that's when you actually get people together like nintendo did for the switch where it was all on stage and and actual people were there and they were filming with the media there. That's, I, I feel like when you should do that. Otherwise, the pre-recorded stuff where you let the people who make the games talk about the games eh, seem to work. So that's that's how I'd prefer them. And let's keep it to like 30 or 40 minutes. I don't, 
I don't think we need two hour inside Xboxes anymore. Thank God that's the structure <laughs> blows away yeah. everything that they've ever done. Like by a large margin, I think that's not being said enough about how much better this show was. I don't even care if the games were better before in the past. This is the structure. They just need to tighten things up a bit, but I'll take this over. Yeah, but you know, eventually we're going to see a showcase that has Fable, Perfect Dark, exactly. something like that in there, right? And you're like, okay, this this is a way better strategy to, to go about showing this, so. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the format is better. It's direct and to the point. They're not trying to be all corny with people, like live audience going, doing this with Greenberg or whatever his name is. Like, I'm just, <laughs> get rid of that shit. You know, like, I'm, I'm so happy they just decided to ditch all that, which they, they kind of had to, because all that stuff wasn't working before. I actually fell asleep during one of their, one of their presentations not too long ago. <laughs> this one, I was wide awake. I didn't use the gumball sleeping meme that I use usually. I have like a gumball sleeping meme. Didn't have to use the gumball. I was awake the whole time. It was good. It was to the point. Wasn't too long. I, I, I love this format. Good stuff to Microsoft this time, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. Okay. This is good. Looking forward to what else they have. They said they will be at E3. Go figure. So I, I assume Starfield presentation will be up next. Well, they said they'll be... They said they'd They'll be have in a LA. Summer. Yeah, and then and then Phil Spencer got asked again at I, by IGN, and he said, "Well, we time it up so that it's at E three. So, yeah. <laughs> he didn't. Did he say E three? Did he say June? I think he just said June. I don't think he, he ever said specified E three. Mm. Ooh, what does that? What's that receipts? mean? I don't know. I'm just making nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time for the receipts? Once I feel like we've been here before, Nate. Have we been here before? Hmm. Well, I feel like we've thing? no no no. I feel like we've been here before where you called me on something and then what did I do? I got hmm. the receipts. Like I'm looking at the receipts now at IGN. Do they specify E3? <clears throat> Let me hear There were some questions it. about whether or not that would mean the Xbox that Xbox would actually be at E3. And it seems to be unclear. I'm wondering if you could give me a little clarity on that. Will Xbox be at E3? Do I read this next sentence? Hmm. This is from Phil Spencer. We pick our time for our showcase specifically so that we're there. E3 is just to me one of the seminal moments of gaming. I love the history of going down to LA. Thousands of people there getting to see great new things, getting to see people in the industry, the fan favorites we've had. I definitely want to continue. Xbox is on the board of the ESA and we'll be there. Yeah, it sounds a lot of it's a lot of marketing speak. It <laughs> was a prepared statement. As I said, we're on board. We want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to help make the E3 the E3 successful. The E3, the, the three, E3. the E3. Anyway, you'll be there. Nate's zero and two. Why don't we let June come around first? Uh, E3 is going to be in June. Okay, let's see if Microsoft's at E3. They'll be across the street at their. That's not E3. Oh come on, Dave! So, come on. So what? What's E3 the limit? Is a very specific thing. That's like are, saying that so there's are we... Game Fest because they had an event during Jeff Keighley's month of claiming. So are we saying Microsoft wouldn't buy a booth at E3, but would do their thing across the street during E3? Is that what you're saying, Nate? That's what we're aiming for with Microsoft not being at E3. Well, depending on how you want to take Phil Spencer's oh statement, gosh. them being at E3 could just be we're having business meetings. Oh. <laughs> So okay. if there's no booth at E3, oh, would you gosh. then say Phil Spencer lied in January? If there's no booth at E3? If I mean, they it... don't have a playable booth at the LA Convention Center, would you say I, Phil lied? I think that, that you can buy an E3 pass and go see whatever Xbox is doing. That's the stipulation I'm saying. They're going to be at E3, Nate. 
It'll be within proximity of it. it says There's right no here. Proximity. The... You're either at the convention center with a booth or you're not. Were they at the convention center with a booth last time? When? When was that? Like six years ago? E3 last... hasn't existed for two years. The last time E3 happened, did they have a booth Which there? Was what 2019? 2021 or something. When was that? 29? No, when was that? When was the last in-person E3? 2019, I was there. Four did you years see, ago? Did you see yep. Xbox there? Yeah, that was there. Mr. Xbox was, was on the floor? That was okay. the year where they were like pimping Terminator and everything there. Terminator for Gears of War uh, and Terminator for... Oh, oh yeah. That was oh, weird. Yeah, they had the, it was yeah, that yeah, and Robocop, the right? Um, on the stage and stuff. <laughs> Nintendo had Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, they had Link's Awakening. They had Ast was Astral Chain. Maybe that was the year before Astral Chain. Um, but yeah, Nintendo was there too. Um, but that was the last the last in-person one that they yeah, had. Yeah, I mean, that was the last uh, pre-pandemic E3. Yep. They were still calling it Project Scarlet then? For Xbox? Jeez. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm looking at that now. I looked up the floor plans. I don't think Nate needs that too. Uh all right. We'll revisit it in June. If they're not there, we'll play back the tape. Ominous Nate. What episode is this? This is, uh, what, what's today? I'm what's today? 303. The 28th. Nate's, Nate's not having a good run recently. So, so the he, stipulation uh... is, is if they do not have a booth. I want everyone to know. We got to make this spicy. Oh, know face reveal. Right Nate, face reveal if they're, if they're there. Nate's what not... do I win if they're not there? Mm -hmm. You get your dick sucked. Nate's not been having Max a good run recently, <laughs> so he's he's posted pictures of Geno Smith and Dak Prescott in back-to-back -back weeks for the 49ers, and guess what he did two or three days ago? He posted a picture Whoa. of Jalen Hurts, so I'm sorry if, yeah. if the Eagles lose, it's Nate's fault, okay? Everyone can find Nate. It's his fault. <laughs> Funny enough, Geno Smith's the most prolific passing quarterback out of the out of those three. Funny enough, is that just, funny? Just, I don't know what that means. Just just saying, just saying. Geno had the he most touchdowns out of all. He's the most prolific passing quarterback out of those three. He is. He just flat out is. He had four thousand yards this season. Pro Bowl. He, Pro he Bowl. plays millionaire catch better than the other millionaires. Oh, he's getting a big payday this year. He's getting a big payday this upcoming year. <laughs> Evan, we have Discord questions over there. I just to After the Xbox test. show, I thought about checking out ESO until I discovered it is not on PC Game Pass. Why do you think that Microsoft has not added it to that part of Game Pass Ultimate? Wait, what What haven't they added? Uh, Elder uh, Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Online. Online. Oh, really? That's weird. Huh, I've, I'm not sure. So, I mean, they I, have I, some weird stuff between the two of them. Yeah, like... I feel it's a lot of contractual agreements and things. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm not sure why. I feel like if I was more in Elder Scrolls Online, I'd know. Well, you have another one, Evan? I uh, was wondering if MVG had thoughts on the excuses for bad performance in DRM in Atomic Heart. Uh, apparently, it was a quote claiming that DLSS will get back the lost frame rates for DRM. It was uh, something they posted up. I I don't really know anything about about it, um, so I, it's, it's hard for me to say anything. But in general, I know DeNuvo, uh, assuming that's what it is, it's never been proven, um, but there's always these suspicions that DRM fucks with frame rates because uh, it uses a lot of, well, it uses processing power. Um, but uh, aside from that, I can't really say anything. So I don't really know hmm. um, about that situation. 
I, I I mean, a couple of years ago, I remember Capcom when they did Village on PC. It ran like absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they removed Anubo or something, and then it, it kind Doom of did that too, right? It Doom had a DRM that ran like yeah. shit, and then they patched yep. it out and it ran perfectly. How does Denuvo mm-hmm. keep pretending like they don't affect performance? They they constantly say that in their press releases and on their website. Then it's we have so many case studies of Denuvo being removed from a PC release, and all of a sudden it jumps twenty frames per second for everyone. It's like I I don't get it. Was it Batman? Wasn't there like a a big release a couple of years ago where it ran really bad and then people cracked it and the hacked version ran well, really good? Well, there were some yeah, well, there were some releases where it was simultaneous between I think GVG or something uh, where they didn't have the built-in DRM, but then the other versions did, and then the DRM was. Well, we've had releases. Better. We've had release big releases where it got it got pirated like twenty four hours later, and they unlocked Denuvo and removed it. So the people who illegally got the game we're getting a better experience than the people who paid money for it that's so goofy isn't that weird yeah what a time well the point about denuvo is like you you buy it for maybe like the first six months or something because you want to maximize sales and after that um you just kind of take it away because you know the game probably ends up on gog anyway at that point or um no one's buying that game unless it's you know on a steam discount at that point let me go over to some of the super chats. Jeff D says Eagles. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Matthew says shout out to Pizza Tower just released on Steam. I have not played Pizza Tower. Heard good things about Pizza Tower. Honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> TJ says pour one out to PC players that an Xbox like myself who felt misled when Microsoft said 007 was coming to Xbox Game Pass, but it didn't. Why is that? Oh, it's not on PC. Oh, I know why. Because they don't want people modding it and hacking uh, it and, and extracting the ROM out of it and all that stuff. Interesting. Okay. That means, okay. yeah, that means, you know, that they don't control it at that point. So yeah. that's why it's not on PC. It's a very touchy release. Wow. Huh. Travis with the little bird sticker. Thanks, Travis. Joe says, thoughts on Xenoblade Warriors holiday 2023 rumor? That's not a real rumor. It's not a real rumor. It's not a real thing, you know. Listen, if I'm wrong, I'll play the game for ten Z- hours straight or something stupid. But like, Xenoblade Blade Warriors, Warriors, that kind of that kind of makes sense though. If yeah. they want to do a Warriors game for it, that's kind of they're, cool. they're not though. That's the thing. It'd be it's cool not, if they did. It'd be cool if they did, but they're not. I'd be shocked if there was a Xeno Warriors. I, I would literally be shocked. I don't think there is. T. Joe says, "How do you guys feel about PS5 games that aren't graphically demanding and can run at?" 60 fps but run at 30 fps instead neptunia does this less powerful pcs run it at 60. i'm not really i'm not really sure why that happens but it does where games just don't look very good in general or like it should be able to handle it but then it's just capped at 30. so i'm not sure but it's 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 frustrating when it happens yeah it's very disappointing well and i i always hate when they say when even when it does look good i hate when they're like well ray tracing is important so we have to have to make it run at 30 fps it's like well i'd rather it be 60 fps and not have ray tracing you know what's interesting about this generation i i don't really see a lot of people calling for ray tracing or pointing it out as much like people just don't i don't ray tracing just didn't hit i think like nvidia and amd were hoping because they're the ones who are going to provide the technology and sell the video cards that'll basically profit off the idea of ray tracing but mm-hmm. I, 
I don't, whenever so, I go in, like, I don't go, oh, where's the rate? Got to turn the ray tracing on. Eh, it's never really thought about it. It's, again, it's just one of those extra features um, that you get that a lot of studios don't really even bother with, um, you know, and ray tracing this generation, well, I think it's cool while they, when they have it, sometimes, you know, there are some games that actually do look quite good with ray tracing on, but honestly, I mean, the amount of performance that it eats up just right. isn't worth it. It's just really not worth it. At the I'm end more of the interested day, in so. it for the audio experience because they kept talking about the whole bouncing audio off of stuff, which was kind of yeah. a cool idea. The tracing the, audio, the the graphics in uh, in Dead Space are are so good that it like trips my brain up when you're like in a foggy room and you'll see a puddle at the bottom of a layer of fog and it will like reflect the light off the surface of it. So it's like it makes me think like, and I don't think that's ray tracing. I played on performance mode, so it's like all right. Graphics are good enough. Just keep frame rate as high as possible. Dr. Wolfstar says, OJ has never been more correct in his life. <laughs> no, nobody says, are we letting Forza get away with continuing to use those horrible old car models like the R32 and S15, not to mention the Forza Arrow Wing again? <laughs> People were mentioning the car models because I guess they were they were some were re reused or I mean, whatnot yeah. but how many games this is number this is eight right four to eight technically this a, is it would be four eight. to eight yeah i mean yeah. come on there's gonna be some copy paste going on here my thing is car games in general just look ridiculous like even i know people were like destroying gran turismo at one point for his visuals i'm like really they look amazing. Maybe it's just, I, look, car yeah, games just in general. I feel like we're getting that limit of, we've talked about diminishing returns. Like there's, we're like at the roof for car games. Like I, I guess the environments around the cars now is the next focus. The crowds, I, I don't know. I don't know. Cars just in general now, car games are, look great. So I, it's, it's tough, I think, to get it much better. So I guess, hey, ray tracing. There you go. Gotta focus on the crowds now. They gotta fix those models. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Nintendo 64 characters like this. I need ray tracing on the models that I'm driving past at 130 miles. <laughs> I want to see the fear in their eyes. My car flips <laughs> into the crowd. Yeah. Drifting an inch from them. It's like, I want to feel them cry on my hood. Liam says, when do you think Goldeneye will be delisted? Probably like next year or something. Like a week I or two. I don't think it's that early. I don't think it's that early. It's probably like five so. years or something. Yeah. Well, end of the generation. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Well, hold on. The NSO, the account's going to carry over. It's going to be on the next one. They're going to take that game away from us? Yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah, they probably will. <laughs> uh, Zbat says, yo, OJ, big fan here. Great video on controllers today that today i don't know <laughs> he's a great video on controllers today uh that definitely he, was not today that well he watched it today so it's it's recent to him there you go yeah that's it's, it's controllers tomorrow jar says with wages and contracts citing metacritic scores is it irresponsible to use five star scales nothing between 80 and 100 i don't know I mean, I is think, it irresponsible to use the star system? I think companies have sort of been moving away from that because of the backlash, haven't they? From like Metacritic, the I don't like the star system. I don't like the I don't like one out of five stars. I don't, Same. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. If you're going to use a rating, I also don't know bad. if reviewers should feel responsible for people working on games not getting paid. I think that's more on the company. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it is weird. I will say it is kind of strange to link pay to a website like Metacritic. <laughs> it's yeah, that's I I, I mean it's, it's what happens, but it's just weird that it happens. Uh, SLM says Max, any update on the copyright strike on the video? It got removed. It was it was a mistake. In my I my video is kind of blowing up. I used a picture in my uh, review of the DualSense Edge where somebody at a repair shop guy in Australia had disassembled it and showed that the controller battery is actually smaller. Uh, I didn't credit him by accident. I just was editing the video fast, and he basically he copyrighted me to get me to source him. But it's totally cleared up. It was it was just an accident. There you go. Reese says, hey, OJ, how about them Cowboys? JK, congrats, man. You got us. Love what you all do. Need more positivity in games these days. Love the show. Keep it up. Um, Still got the Cowboys was great, but I'm not really celebrating that too much because we already beat their ass last year with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I knew they were going to win this year. Um, But the big thing is the Eagles. That's like, that's the thing. And then even if you beat the Eagles, you still got to either face Burrow or Mahomes. So it's not like... I mean, Niners is about winning championships. I've seen the Niners win multiple championships, and that's cool winning playoff games. But I want, I want to, I want a Super Bowl, you know. So the Eagles are very good. Eagles are very good. Zvet says, "Hey, OJ, big fan here. RPG controller video was a hundred morning six six a.m. Okay, there you go. Yeah, (laughs) tomorrow morning six a.m. six a.m. PT nine a.m. Eastern. There you go." Developer says Hi-Fi Rush logo looks like the Gravity Rush logo. And then David says, with the success of Game Pass and Series S, are physical copies for the Xbox worth collecting, or will things like the 70 megabyte Modern Warfare 2 disc make it pointless? I, I think pers- the, the, ser- the series ones, like they're actually putting those on the disc now, right? Like before it was weird because you would download the optimized version because MVG did a whole two-part series on that. Uh Max, what were you saying? I was going to say, I've stopped collecting physical Xbox games just because I get everything on Game Pass or I get a review code. So I feel like I have not bought a physical Xbox game since uh, Gears 4. It it seems like they're not going to have plan. value. But <laughs> who knows? Who knows what happens in the future, you know? Hey, I'd pick up any JRPG physically on the Xbox that you get. <laughs> yeah. It's true, Maybe actually. some of those, but... I don't know. We'll see. You get yourself uh, Soul Hackers. Get yourself like a Final Fantasy 12. Crisis Core. Get that. <laughs> Crisis Core. Yeah, it's a good one. Get that. Just start loading up on the JRPGs for Xbox if you can get them physically. <laughs> yeah, keep them sealed. Uh, Reese says, Hi-Fi Rush is Microsoft's best game in years. Hope they keep this energy up going forward. Only game in years. Damn. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, they, they, had, they had Pentiment, right, Nate? Nate, Nate, wow. you gotta support yeah, Pentiment. They did have Pentiment, which yeah. is up for a game of the year. Man, it's been their only. They haven't <laughs> had much. Shadow drops only. That's their new thing. Shadow drops. Apparently, you... they should have dropped. They should have shadow dropped Pentiment. Cold is what's gonna come for you, jo- uh, um, OJ. Cold's coming for you. Sure, just donate when you do, please. They will. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I think Hi-Fi Rush is one of the more, most exciting releases Microsoft's had in a long time. Like Halo was probably the last big exciting announced or release that they had. So Hi-Fi Rush is like to me it, it was it was a big it, it was a big uh pop for Xbox. So Bad Gamer says did anyone by chance see low level Lemmy's video last week? He took the PT demo and ported to PC, Android and iOS, made them public as well. 
No, that's I did not awesome, see that. Though. That is pretty cool, though. I did not know you could do that. Huh. Okay, we will. Uh, no, look into that. That's interesting. Played on iOS and Android. Huh. Let's see. Shinru says Dead Space remake is worth the full seventy dollars. All right, let's. You know, let's actually move into some Dead Space talk here because Dead Space is out. I was I was hoping Jordan would be able to make it for the podcast because I know he's a big Dead Space fan. Uh, I've got a chance to play three or four hours of it so far because they did this weird thing where they didn't release the game until 11 a.m. on Friday. Why? I'm glad, glad I didn't play that horror game at midnight. That'd have been real strange. But 11 a.m., they released it. And I still didn't even get a chance to play it then until like Friday night. So I got a chance to play it last night mostly with the DualSense Edge controller. That's what I tested the controller with. But it is out now. I, I've played it. Nate, you you played Dead Space? Mm -hmm. I think yeah. I played Dead Space. Uh, MG played some of it. Uh, yeah, I'm on chapter five right okay. now. Yeah. Okay. Max played through it and yeah, all of that. Tw 20 hours. I'm almost done with my second playthrough. It is currently sitting at is it an 89 still on metacritic or did it fall again to like 88 i think it's at an 89 still so it's it right out of the gate it's one of the highest rated games of the year already as kind of 89 yeah okay that's with 58 reviews so it's probably oh, just about locked in so uh exactly as i expected that dead space would just completely run over callisto protocol despite nate and sean's best efforts to tell me that dead space was going to come out and uh, people are going to realize what it what it was the all what it's been all along, this terrible mid tier game. I sat there and I said, "All right, all right we'll see what happens when How it comes out." How does that happen? What are you <laughs> drunk? This is fan fiction. Like, he lays in bed and imagines these narratives. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Write them down like a little notebook next to you. I I heard an insult on Twitter once that said, "Stop imagining conversations in the shower, you bitch." And I was like, "That's probably one of my favorite insults." <laughs> he sits there in the tub, like, "What can I make up tomorrow night?" You guys are entertaining. I'm just I'm just enjoying watching. It's it's so good. I'm blown away, man. I'm on my second playthrough now. I'm doing the plasma cutter run where you only use the default gun, and uh, I'm trying to do every side quest. There is so much new lore. There's so much new writing. There's so many new side quests. This has got to be one of the best remakes of any games ever, flat out. Hmm. I'm scrolling for receipts right now, Nate. Carry on. I know what Nate typed out. I know what he typed. There's a lot of scrolling involved, though. <laughs> You basically it came down to me just slapping up Callisto and you desperately trying to defend it with Dead Space's corpse. You want to you want to defend <laughs> the use of uh, VRS and Dead Space and how it completely muddles the textures and makes them look abysmal. They're patching it. They came out today on PC. To they're patching it. They spe they specified the PC version that they'll allow a toggle to remove it. No, because Callisto Protocol looks definitely better than Dead Space. Okay, it yeah. does. It just does not play anywhere as good, and it's just not as good of a game. <laughs> yeah, I platinumed uh, Callisto Protocol a week before this came out, so it's very fresh in my mind, and this just plays a million times better. Good thing they didn't come out after Dead Space. I know. They would have sold zero copies. They'd have been in trouble, well, I, I, more so than they are now, apparently, which I will admit I can understand now, looking at Dead Space, how Callisto costs so much because that Callisto is a very impressive looking game visually. They just seem to put all the money into that 
because <laughs> the the rest of it not as good dead space still works mm-hmm. and i can i can see the because i i didn't really play the 360 version for probably i mean probably a couple of years now really i i thought about going back to it before the remake i'm like nah you know i, I just want to jump back into it maybe it'll feel like a whole new game again but you still realize and, and remember parts of it going through the remake but man when you the at like the lighting the atmosphere they're able to build now the sound dude when you have to go in and you gotta gotta gotta, gotta switch the power over and the lights go out and it's like oh wow okay this is you can kind of tell how much more they're able to do with the newer technology and 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 all of this just set the atmosphere and the mood because this is what it's definitely a scarier game than Callisto. I will say that. One of the things I really like, and I don't know if this happened in the first game, so someone tell me if it did. But I don't remember this ever happening. When he when he um, foot stomps the monsters, there's there's different um, types of foot stomping he does depending on how like scared he is or how freaked out he is. I don't know if you guys have picked on that. That, picked that was like, that was in the original to an extent, but it's much better now for sure. I, that yeah. really like that was like a holy shit moment for me in this game i was like oh my god like they've really put a lot into this you know as he's kind of more um freaked out uh or if he's pissed off or something like mm-hmm. that he'll like really stomp hard and sometimes yeah. he just kind of just kicks the them stomp is hilarious yeah. in this game though still <laughs> they, they make it so like the whole screen kind of shakes when you stomp and all that it's great but there are a lot of little details in this game that really stand out and you dead space it's still it still hits it does it it does it's good the upgrade system's all still there it it feels good go through get the nodes upgrade through those which just dump it it in your plasma cutter this may be controversial but hear me out how how do we feel about the blood on the wall writing thing in video games in 2023 i feel like that whole trope is kind of aged well uh, it it depends I would say it's it's a hundred percent appropriate in dead space because the people are going crazy and they yeah. think that this is like they're going to heaven. It's part of the right. convergence. So it makes sense there. But yeah, you're right. In like left for dead, why would why would anybody be writing on the walls in blood? But even like this is a, a bit of a side thing, but like even in The Last of Us on the TV show where it had, you know, seek the light wherever it was, scribbled on the wall, I was like, come on. I mean, you don't need to do that. You know. You can't like scavenge a permanent marker. It's uh, they ran out Crayon, of markers twenty years ago. <laughs> it's it's for the cheese. I don't know. I I guess the game. I think I get more taken out by uh, weird moments that don't make sense. Like in uh, in Callisto Protocol, you go into a room that has all these uh, guards' bodies hung up on meat hooks, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, if there are zombies, did the prisoners do this before the zombies got here, or did the zombies do th- like that? That stuff is what gets me out of it i just think man that this game the new acting now that isaac actually talks you and talks yeah. the whole game i was concerned totally about that at it. first where i'm like I don't know. and then, I, then it started it, it just worked i don't know it just i love it right into the game i don't the isaac speaking has been mixed for me because mm. there's certain times where he reacts and then there's other times where the people are getting massacred right in front of him and he's silent that's true it's like <laughs> why aren't you responding to this if you're going to go through and change the script and he's going to watch people just get ripped apart from he's gonna be silent at least i'm gonna say oh my god no instead it's when he's when he's standing on the other side of glass and he's watching yeah, he's just watching people die he's silent it's like uh-huh, so you're uh-huh, not gonna react uh-huh. to that but then something minor is gonna happen he's like i can't believe this just happened you just watch two people get shredded and it's just 
Yep. Like he freaked out earlier in the game where the captain turns. Like he yeah. like lost his mind even afterwards. He was kind of like shaken up still. But you're right. In some of those parts where, <laughs> where like a yeah, like it, a tendril gets shot through the glass and it impales the person into it. He's just, just like, like standing there. Uh-huh. Like, like damn, oh, good yeah, shot. You know, after what I just saw, you know, I'd expect that. I'm just not gonna react to that. That well, would have been a, a little cool moment though. Where he like recoils backwards or is like whoa, like so that would have been kind of neat to see that. Yeah, right? it's it just seems like an odd inconsistency where they went that extra mile to add the voice acting and then when these sequences come up it's just like eh, we're not going to acknowledge those i i noticed that because i replayed since i replayed the original game so recently uh everybody is such a jerk to isaac in the original game they like yell <laughs> orders at you and in this one it's much more conversational so like all the jerks in the original game are like so friendly now I'm like hey isaac can you fix that panel buddy it's pretty funny it uh, it does look visually speaking though it's very weird because there are times where I'm playing it and it looks great. Uh, I was like, wow, that's the, like that like the there's steam or smoke coming up from the ground and like the light hits it just right. Uh, this this is one of the best looking games I've ever seen. But then if I go down an elevator and you're just zooming in on the suit, you can kind of see the pixels. It's very weird. Like there's this moment of where everything just looks incredibly soft. And maybe I, I don't know, Nate. You're you're saying VRS? No, the the, the picture quality. I'm playing yeah. performance mode. It does have this noticeable, yeah, it's, degradation. Okay. It's well, caused well, by uh, the VRS and it degrades talk, the image quality pretty. Substantially. Where are you where are you guys seeing this? Like, because I'm not I, looking around for I this. Can I, see I'm not it with seeing the it. Suit. I, to me, this game looks really good. The uh, suit being... specifically when I'm zoomed in on an MVG and it's oh, kind of like okay. this brown gold look versus yeah. the, like you're just in the dark and I'm going yeah. down an elevator. So it has that continuous motion of up or down. Yeah. I can actually see like squares. It's, it's very weird, but uh, I noticed okay. it. And I'm like, am I looking at just this image breaking up in front of me? I, yeah. You, I, if you look like around his wrist where he's holding the gun, it will look very off-putting if you even just look at like a grate on the floor just look right down it looks very strange nothing that belongs on a ps5 the only like, thing that looked really weird to me is when there's two there's like six separate times where there's two characters face to face talking when people get close to isaac both of them look kind of fuzzy. They almost look like a video screen where the environments around them will look okay. And I even had my roommate come and watch it because I was like, am I crazy? And his his theory was that maybe it's like, it is almost trying to run some sort of pre-rendered thing during that because if people, people the other character models you interact with are a bit weird looking. I, I like the game though. It's uh, bringing me back to the days of 2008. And it has New Game Plus already with an alternate ending. So mm -hmm. I, I'm going to play through it. Then I'm going to go back through it again on the hardest difficulty. Uh, New Game Plus, get that alternate ending and all of this. And cross my fingers for Dead Space 2. It's got, we need the Dead Space 2 remake. Hell this, yes. This came out pretty good, I think. People are excited for it. They're saying it's one of the best remakes they've seen since RE2. I, I'm inclined to agree with them right now. So let's do it. Capcom's doing with Resident Evil and keep rolling along with Dead Space. Then they can fix Dead Space 3. I think the only thing I'm kind of curious about is what could you... I, I've played Dead Space 2 recently. That game is already pretty damn it's perfect. good. Yeah, that's why I'm like... But I... 
visually speaking, I guess they can do stuff. But I, I don't know. They could probably go back and fix them. And let's be real, they can sell it again for 70 bucks. And- yeah. <laughs> I put in more quests, redo the voice acting. I'd play it again. I'll buy it again. What do you think the budget of this game was compared to Callisto? Oh, far, far less. A fraction, a fraction of Callisto. Probably one fifth. Minuscule. Yeah. So they can potentially remake Dead Space 1, 2, and 3 for less than Callisto. Jesus. If they what? kept Probably. the budgets identical. What What was the budget for Callisto? It was like 268 million. million. 168? Is what, what was quoted, yes. I mean, most of that was Over- paying off like these B-list actors to do mocap yes. and stuff. Come on. I mean, and the marketing. Yeah. But that was over three so, years. Of are development. you saying that the chick from The Boys is a B-lister? That's that's not true. <laughs> I'm just saying that's Josh plus. Du... What's his name? Josh Duhamel, whatever his name is. Josh Dumel. Dumel, yep. Yeah. His name is he, Jacob. Jacob the a, space trucker. He's a B-list actor. Uh, I, I'm i pretty happy with what I'm seeing in Dead Space so far. I'm going to keep playing it. I uh, still have a, a bit to go on it. So... Good stuff from Dead Space, though. Evan, we have Discord questions over there. Uh, yeah, I'll ask it and then fix my camera. How long until Dead Space is on EA Play? Isn't it? How long is that usually? It's a couple months, isn't it? I don't. Is Need for Speed on there yet? No. No. Okay, and that no. came out in December, so we're in... basically count how long from the beginning of December until Need for Speed hits, and that'll tell you how long until Dead Space is... <laughs> will hit it. <laughs> I feel like it's. Maybe it's half a year because the previous year Madden's always go in before the new Madden comes out. So that's like eight months, maybe that that hits, but those games also depreciate faster than the others. So I I'm thinking like a good six to eight months. It should show up there, but I, I mean, honestly, dead space, if you're looking at it, you're like, eh, 70, maybe if that discounts down to 40, I think it's a that's easy pickup at 40 bucks. So you have another Discord question, Evan? When tackling your backlog, do you make a short list of games to queue up next, or do you wait until you've finished the current game to decide what to play? Hmm. Well, what I do is I, my backlog on the Switch, I go through because that's my system that I play when I'm on the treadmill. So I, that's like my treadmill system that I mostly play. So anything I have going on, even if I'm not playing anything on the Switch that's current, I'll go back and do backlog stuff there um but for other systems yeah sometimes i'll queue up some shorter games just to go through them because if i get into a like a 50 or 60 hour rpg or something then that's going to be the backlog game for a couple months so uh i just choose whatever i'm in the mood for like if i have platinumed a couple horror games i'll uh i'll play a racing game or i'll play hmm. something bright and colorful that's why i'm really glad i i really want to try and 100 percent hi-fi rush if i can just because that game is so bright and chipper i think that's going to be my like top of my uh to-do list for sure okay okay good stuff we want to talk about oh for spoken let's see why? max max played it i played it oj played it I was just playing on stream. So he is, he is like the, the community consensus on this thing too. I didn't try to play it on stream. Barely worked. Or the audio was all jacked up. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, the audio was all jacked up. We were trying to figure that out. Sometimes it would work. Sometimes it wouldn't. And then I ended up just playing it um, offline quite okay, a bit. Okay. 
okay. because it, it, it seems like there's a bug with 5.1 audio like it needs to be oh. connected to that or sometimes there's some issues depending on your setup depending on what setup you have depending on your speakers whatever the case is because there was other people that also had the same issue and my my users were doing live tech support for me while I was playing the game, trying to figure this out, going and seeing what other people were saying. So there was other streamers and other people that also had the same issue with audio with the game. I'm confused about this game. <laughs> so am I. I, you know what? I'm, I guess I'm <laughs> going to be positive positivity person here. I think the gameplay is fun. Maybe the story's yeah. a little jank. Maybe there's some issues there, but combat wise, the controls aren't the best. But the gameplay and the different type of stuff that you can get in there is actually kind of cool. Like I, I, you know, for seventy, you know, probably not, you know. But I think that eventually, like I, once it's cheaper, people might pick this up and actually have a ton of fun with it. I get all the graphical glitches. I get all the performance. Some of the stuff there, like I, I, I get all that. But like I said, at its core, there's some really good ideas in the game. There's some fun gameplay to be had. It's just unfortunate that a lot of the other stuff surrounding it is not necessarily the best. And for a $70 release, I think that's where people are kind of going in um, on this game. If it was 50 or 40, mm -hmm. I think people would be like, oh, well, you know, they, they'd be more forgiving, you know, but it's a big PS5 hyped up release. <laughs> so therefore it's going to get the weight of people, trolls, everyone kind of coming down on it, you know, so um, so yeah. But I mean, I, I understand the complaints and stuff, but I, I do think that there is some fun to be had um, in yeah. the game. I, I beat it. It took 10 hours to beat the main campaign, and then I did another five hours of side quests. Uh, the game is very weird because uh, the last two hours of the game is almost one long cutscene where you literally just walk in a straight line and keep pressing talk for two hours, pretty much, where they explain the whole plot, and then you fight the last boss. It feels very weird uh, that they just backload the story that much. Um, I do think the gameplay is pretty good when it comes to the parkour. I love the traversal, especially once you learn to skate on water. Okay, so hold on a second flight. with this parkour stuff, okay? Yeah, I, I'm five or six, five and a half hours, I think, into it, right? I, mm -hmm. well, as soon as Hi-Fi Rush dropped, I, I put it down. Like, I'm playing play good. Fair. So uh, the, thing, the thing I'm confused about, the parkour is still not very good for me. Well, so which abilities do you have? I just have like the the standard running, jumping so you, ability. Yeah, you run, have, you have run have and cool walk. Surfing. Kick, right? Yeah, I don't have the cool surfing ability that I've seen people on Twitter have. When do you get the surfing ability? Is so, this sur Callisto surfing? Protocol from Square, where the game is good at the end, but then it's the end? No. Well, so the, halfway in that, one of my biggest problems with the game is that there's these big evil sorceresses, and you defeat them one by one. And mm -hmm. once you do, you get new abilities for combat, and they're actually pretty fun, but you're locked out of entire skill trees. Once you defeat the water goddess of judgment, that's when you get the ability to surf. Uh, towards the very end of the game, you get the ability to just super jump in place. It's like this green electricity that shoots you up in the sky. There's the grapple hook ability once you kill the fire priestess. That lets you like start to grab all those crystals and actually slingshot yourself around the maps. Like that stuff is cool. My problem is that it's so spaced out. You get stuck with like the basic rock bullets for so many hours. Then you get the fire sword and you like that. And then you go to an area where nobody even everybody's immune to fire. I don't know. It it it's such a weird game. And then once you beat it. There's 30 hours of just end game quests, which are all the dungeons, the random stuff. It's very weird. The whole game feels so weird. The open world is very, the open worlds are pretty basic from what I've seen. Yeah. Max, yeah. Max you're, you're absolutely right in your review. I, I did watch your review and everything. And 
in terms of what you were saying um, with the game and the structure. The structure's just jacked in this game. That That's what makes it not good. You can throw aside the whole corny, uh, that stuff's yeah. overblown, like whatever, you know. The structure of this game is inherently flawed from a troubled development process, it seems to me, because this structure is terrible. Like this should have been a Devil May Cry style action game. That's what, I, to me, it should have just been more of a Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, that type of action game. Just do it like that, make it an open world. What are you gonna do an open world for if there's nothing to do? really just go around from point to point and then, yeah you want to do the parkour stuff but you can do that parkour stuff in an action game so to me they should have downsized it they should have made it to where it was just an action game i think that would have streamlined things a bit um everything doesn't need to be open world i know people say that a lot but this is one of those games where it probably shouldn't have been open world uh, it probably shouldn't have been there, there's no need I, and i know it looks beautiful but sometimes it doesn't you know sometimes it's kind of like it, it doesn't so yeah, I mean, like There's I a lot said, of times I, where, it, where it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with a lot of the complaints and stuff. But like I said, for seventy, not so much. But if you, like I said, if you can get it cheaper, you know, later down the line, it might be worth something that you might check out because there is some really, like Mike Max said, there's some really cool combat parts. But dude, it's spaced out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. spaced out. You feel like you don't have. Oh, you know, there's not that constant progression. You know, that progression is not great. That's why I said if it was an action game and it was a little bit. <clears throat> compress a bit together maybe a 10 hour you know just go linear more linear most more experience like that i think mm -hmm. that would have been better for the game but you know whatever they they did what they did i think the, I, the buttons are kind of weird too in this the the configuration yeah. they have yeah. from the start because they want yeah. you to mash r2 and l2 to do all your magic mm -hmm. and they want you to press circle to activate parkour which means you take your thumb off of the jump button activate so parkour. when i use when i use the dual sense edge i actually put the parkour part to one of the bumpers on the back so i can continue pressing jump and it made it better i was like yeah. great yeah. just cost 200 bucks but well, you know <laughs> i i kept holding my controller like this where yes, it actually I, I i had to that way i can press circle and rip. the trigger because you have to you have to be able to look around yes. you have to be able to hit the this is your dodge button and then this is your main attack so you have to kill your controller like a freaking lunatic yeah so when i use the dual sense edge it actually made it better because of that back button but it just seems weird that the configuration is in that way necessarily because i don't really think you even need the the triggers to do a lot of the attacks like i feel like they could have made it worked which is regular buttons on the face I, I don't know it's the button configuration the luminous engine it might it might be time to call it on this luminous engine man i'm telling you <laughs> yeah it, it's an engine they couldn't even get to work on nintendo's platform allegedly like there's obvious issues and for spoken with visuals and frame rate and uh, this is like people are saying this is the lowest resolution we've seen on the ps5 because of this engine it's at, at it's 15 setting. at launch that i mean that that was enough for them to just say all right enough like we're going to you know. well, it's, yeah they, they, they changed kingdom it's Hearts all unreal it was yeah. Uh, yeah they shifted to unreal engine yeah yeah kingdom hearts 3 shifted well, seven remake same thing apparently yeah shifted yeah it might be this, this might be you retire this one man it, it this, might be it it runs a lot at 720p and it looks really weird uh i think my biggest problem with the game uh there's of course all the viral clips of her being cringy and self-aware and talking like a marvel movie my problem ended up not being that but it was more yeah. of the fact that she 
does not care about the land of Athia. It's being consumed by this like evil fog that disintegrates you on a cellular level. And she is such a bitch to everybody. And I hate to be so disrespectful in my terminology, but she people are like, please, goddess who is immune to the blight, save us. And she's like, whatever. And it's like, please take this seriously. Like she's so mean to everybody that I feel bad when like she even like like laughs at the bad guys all the time i don't know it's it's really weird tone wise yeah the character is not endearing to people i know people were trying to say certain stuff about her and stuff like that but it's not very cool to play like when you play she's just I'm so not trying to be, I mean, she seems like a really cool person irl oh yeah she's cool you know she seems very nice but the translation to game here it's off it's very unlikable and very like just like you know where you're just like okay sure you know <laughs> square really wants this luminous engine to work so i i don't know i kind of feel like they'll they'll try it again with something but uh I don't, I, this might be dude this might be they might be done yeah it might it might be time to shelve it i don't know or build another engine but that's that's a whole thing too or do something smaller with it. Just because it's luminous doesn't mean it needs to be some type of massive, you know, huge open world RPG <gasps> stuff. That's you true. Know, like, That's true. You could do something different with it, I guess. Do something different, please. Some small, smaller scale. Yeah. Smaller scale, or maybe the engine's built for big scale stuff, but whatever. I mean, maybe, but we've seen engines that, like what we had the RE engine do, uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, Ghosts and, Go- Ghost and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Like you could, yeah, you're right. you could try something smaller with it, really. Just see what happens. But I don't know. Forspoken is a. Uh, I I will say this. I think the reviews are. I don't think I'd put it in the sixties necessarily. I think that's, it's higher than I that, it. but it's not. It, it's not like a a great game got, or anything. Yeah, so it is a very gotta, average game at best for me. Yeah, you got. I mean. You know, I'm playing on the harder difficulty. Like, there's some cool stuff to be had, like when, especially like when the combat heats up. But I mean, if you're just playing this for story, or if you're like an easy mode guy, oof, boy, that game's a four. <laughs> it's like yeah, a three. My if you're God. an easy mode gamer, you're not into combat. There's there, there's those people out there that oh, I only want to play for story, and you know, like that. And gameplay doesn't matter. Like, or it barely matters. Like, ooh, if you're one of those where you don't have to think and you're just pressing buttons, the game's gonna be terrible. Yeah, watch it on up. YouTube. Man, yeah. just watch, watch a youtube video trust me this is not worth it evan do we have discord questions over there in honor of forespoken what is a game everyone bashed but you loved or possibly a game that everyone hyped up but you hated high on life <laughs> halo infinite Hi, i feel like high on life got destroyed though <laughs> uh, on like review like metacritic it's like a 60 something so like that I think a game I've been thinking about because Twitter is all of a sudden in love with it. Um, everybody hated Rage 2 at launch, and I really liked it. When I reviewed it, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. I thought I like it Rage was, 2. It's an Rage open world shooter yeah, that was actually feels good. Yeah, but man, there was a lot of hate for that game when it came out. Mario Sunshine. Yeah, that's right, Nate. Ooh, What's up? <laughs> what, for the worst game? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For, for, the, for the game that I like, but no one else does. Nate what just do you mean? makes Everyone fun of it all the me, time. If I say the game sucks, there's more people. Oh, if you're crazy, it's the greatest Mario game I ever <laughs> played. Yeah, it's because the only Mario game you ever played. Listen Nate to also the thinks the golden eye controls are good on the on the Switch. It's fine. Use an N64 controller. Remap them. 
a lot of how options. Much is, how much is that on on eBay right now? Let me. You know what? I'll, you're right, Nate. I'm gonna go buy four of them. We'll do a whole night with the N64 controllers. Let me go to. Let me go to Nintendo's website. They have them in stock all the time. I assume. It's needed for Goldeneye. It has to be in stock. It's not needed. You can remap the controls. I don't know, what is this anthem? I don't need a chart to play a game here, Nate. Let's what? see. I just want to repeat again, N64. $200. Disqualified from the GOAT talk. I just want to make sure that I repeat (laughs) that. It's disqualified since you can't just go back and play with the standard controls and be happy. Disqualified. You can go back with the standard controls and be happy. Well, no, you can. But you can. But what I'm saying is that there are people here that act like N64 is better than the game, but it's not. It is. (laughs) It is. It is. (laughs) I believe there are people there are people here that if they want to go play Metroid Prime with a GameCube controller would find the controls to be very disjointed nope I just played it a couple weeks ago still holds up I would lock on and be like look there's a lock on button I agree that it would feel a little weird but I feel feel like I'd acclimate very quickly I was playing on the Xbox Series S with a Xbox controller see there it is <laughs> I'm waiting for Nintendo well. to drop the uh, the Metroid 64 game on the on the N64 app. I can't. You know what? I think Nate's right. I think when they do Metroid Prime Remaster, they should just they should just have the regular controls, one stick. That's all. They're obviously going to have gyro aiming and the features that the Metroid Prime trilogy had on Wii. Well, I know they're not going to dual analog setup. No dual analog setup, right? They're not doing that. Why wouldn't they? Well, hold on. I thought we were fine with the one stick setup. Would be fine with it. Just get the N64 controller. I'm saying that if they had the one stick setup, you'd have people saying, oh my gosh, this is unplayable on the Switch because I don't know how to use my hands anymore. I'm use old and arthritic anymore. at 37. <laughs> gonna die at the first it? enemy. <laughs> I mean, he did die at the first guy. He I did. mean, the first guy in the dam is like, he doesn't even move to anything. He shot him. It's like losing the glass Joe. Oh, man. Damn, the guy was his glass Joe. The worst part is he put it on video. He, he showed himself dying Sean. on the dam on he's Agent. like staring at his feet then he's staring oh, at the sky I, was, I watched this video but I was running I was listening, so I didn't see anything it was great it yeah, was he's great. running like spinning in a circle like he's caught in a tornado he's like these so controls Nate are just, terrible like the Nate like roasted him for 10 toe? minutes straight <laughs> no, that's I don't care whatever that's an L I, I need to post a comment and Sean's that that, that whole it. video is an L it's an L because he was sitting there <laughs> hyping it up N64 this not you like that shit you like it and I don't care how bad it is you like it you own it and you play it you should have had a 64 controller you should have paid the extra money he, he has, has one, one. <laughs> he has one and he needs to shut the hell up and i wish he was here so he i just tell him i'm a no he needs to take the l because he's sitting there golden eye yeah and then now you want, you want to play like call of duty there was no call of duty he, back then play it like it was back then he OJ, won't. here's OJ. the solution to your problem i refuse to use it why See, yeah. OJ, o, OJ is the most dedicated hater. I swear to God, freaking uh, Sean's going to be in his hospital bed getting a checkup, trying to play a uh, switch. He's going to walk into the hospital bed and be like, play Goldeneye, you son of a bitch. No, on right needs, no, this dude was hyping up Goldeneye for months now. He's hyping up all Goldeneye. OJ is going to be like Vince McMahon uh, in the hospital. Yes! <laughs> he walks in and starts <laughs> beating up in the Boston. bed. Sean has a he has an Nintendo 64 controller and he has an Xbox Series S, neither of which he'll hook up and use. What a weirdo! That's that's an L. Because interestingly enough, they're both worth they're both valued at the same amount of money now. He needs to play the game like the N64. I don't want any modern controls. No, you said N64 is the best. Play it like it was on the N64. No modern controls. No. 
Oh, man. Troll Sean, Jay. I can't believe Sean wasn't here for the Golden Eye style. He has to get back here next it. week. I was, I was so upset. Please get I'm, back I'm here so, next week. I'm, I'm going to let him know. I'm going to email him tonight. <sighs> Tw- tweet at him and then uh, link oh, no, it to tweet. me. I'm going to email him. I'm, I'm going like to email it. him. <laughs> Do we... We have another Discord question, Evan. We do have a, a few left, yeah. Okay, we can go through them, and uh, I think we have some super chats here. We can look right. at too. Go ahead. New, new to being an internet service provider customer, would it be better for me to use Xfinity's modem router, or should I get my own? Because oh gosh, you it's something X. You better just, you than just said X. Xfinity yeah. in general. <laughs> you have something better than Xfinity. I'm sorry. Go for it. You had to go with Comcast as well. I uh, welcome to the family. Unfortunately, uh, I mean. Yeah. Really, if you're wired in, it doesn't matter too much. But if you go wireless and you're trying to do Wi-Fi in your house, you might as well get a nice router so you can customize it and set it up how you need to. It's, it's fairly limited with what Comcast gives you. But if you're just running Ethernet cables all over the place, what they have is probably fine. You may need a switcher so you can just connect more. But otherwise, it'd be okay. Do you think Fire Emblem has stabilized itself as a core Nintendo IP? Yes. Yeah, yes. I'd say so. Yeah. Because Nintendo said it did in 2016. They said it's a it's a, a mm-hmm. major IP for them back then. So and that was with Fates. That was after Fates release. So yeah. I'd say but, so. Yeah. We saw the sales the sales for three houses. Yeah. It's, by the way, it's, it's up there. Quickly, I've been playing Engage. Uh, I'm on chapter 10 now. Oh my god, it's so good. Thank it's good, y'all. Right? Yes. Thank y'all for telling me. Like seriously, I bought it because y'all hyped it up. Thank you. I played on the treadmill. It's a very good game. It's so good. <laughs> Super fun. If Naughty Dog does Last of Us Part 3, would they want to continue Abby and Lev's story or continue with Ellie where she goes through depression oh, to losing her sanity? That's a good question. I feel like they would still switch off between both stories, though. Like, they go back and forth like they did in uh, the second one. I don't know, because I, I am curious about Abby and, and Nev's story, too. Oh, that's tough. I, I think they're going to go in a totally different direction. I think that's going to be all new characters. I think it's going to be some people because there's a rumor. There's a rumor. They want to like cure the zombie virus. I've heard that there's like a rumor that they, if they do a part three, they want to like end the story in a way. So sure. I mean, you think they would, you think that ended in a, in a good way or you think they would just end it in like, basically the it's actually over, over for the planet earth. I, I think they want to try and give it a happy ending. Okay. Like just because honestly, everybody says that last of us part two is the most depressing game of all time. I think they're taking that feedback and go, okay, maybe some sort of mildly happy ending would not be too terrible. I don't mind going to different characters for the third one, having the conclusion. And then maybe you see Ellie in a, in some sort of scene, realizing everything's over and it's going back normal than Abby and Nev as well in some way, because then you could leave the door open for not like a th- part three necessarily like part four, but you can go backwards and fill in the gap for their story. If you just want to be honest, quick cash grab for them I, or DLC. I, I think, uh... I think it's going to alternate between Ellie and modern day, like old as hell trying to figure out how to finally get the cure and a super big flashback to those 20 uh, years of Joel. Okay. And I think it's going to show how much she turned into Joel for better or for worse. I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, huh. Isn't that kind of what The Last of Us Part Two was for Ellie? Yeah, yeah. But I think, uh, honestly, I think that was the best part of the game. So I'm sort of fan fictioning here, but I would like a whole game of that. Mm. I mean, I don't know. For me, I want to go, I'd, I'd want to see a different, region of the world how they're dealing with the pandemic Ooh, and everything happening because as you said like oh you can cure and go back to normal the world 
for them, what normal is, is the fungus. Well, what, is yeah, the outbreak. I, they don't know world pre-outbreak. This uh, is the normal, which how she's been living in Jackson is normal to her. So not living in that world would be almost shocking. I feel like that story would be, we fixed it, but was it worth it kind of deal? Like yeah. what we went through to get here. Mm. Yeah, and then, I'd almost want to see a whole new cast and a different region dealing with the problem. Make maybe America's in a different stage of it, where well, you, you have developing like nations who are still struggling. Well, you feel like there's probably someone else like Ellie out there in another part of the world, and maybe they they have the whole moral thing again, but they just they just go through with it, they just go with the, that route, and they, they, could do they that. stick like, with it. You know, that's the thing. Communication had been cut off throughout the world, so maybe Europe found a person who was immune, and they did sacrifice her and. You know, yeah. we don't know what Asia, Europe, all the other countries were operating during. Well, and we, we only know the Americans. It, if you read all the notes in part one, it does explicitly say that they found other immunes. So it seems like it's like a one in 10 million thing, but the other 10 million like odds out there, a lot of them just died naturally because of the apocalypse. So I think it'd be cool to see like Japan or Europe or something. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I, th I think they could do it. Could we see a potential Spawncast X Good Vibes Gaming episode if all the stars align? Mm. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I, I, the problem the problem run into, and I've had this with uh, with John, is his time zone is so far off from ours. It's hard to get him. It would be very difficult to get him on at this time, uh, John Cartwright. So and he, I, would, I would like to have him on for the podcast at some point, but it's tough because what's... It, it was not 9 p.m. here is like 3 a.m. there. 3 a.m. there. So yeah, 3 or 4 a.m. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has a little one. So so I've tried to get him. I've tried to get him on here before, and uh, it's it's been rough to do that. When I had him on pre-recorded things, we legitimately set it up around his time, and it was at like some point in the afternoon for us, but then it was like 8 or 9 o'clock for him at night. So... It was uh, it was tough to get it all set up, so but hey, you never know, it could happen. And uh, last one, and I'm not too sure. So, from a security standpoint, is there a reason why the PS5 external disc drive is not compatible with the current PS5? Which PS5 external? That oh oh the 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 rumored. Okay, I don't I don't know if it's I don't know up. if it's about the rumor. Like, well, there's a revision. Uh, there's a rumored revision PS5 where they will have an external disk drive, right? So they only have to make one kind of system, one SKU. And the rumor is that the disk drive that they would be selling but won't I think, work with the current digital. I think PS5. he might be talking about the hard disk drive, and wasn't. And I think he might be referring to PS4. Didn't PS4 have an external hard disk drive option? Like you could have an external hard disk. It was, but it was just any off-the-shelf USB. And then drive. you can't do it on PS5 That's... right now. Oh, you can only play PS4 yeah, can... games off of it. Yeah, yeah, just exactly like the Xbox. You can play Xbox yes. One games off it, you, but no, no PS5. I think yeah. that's why he was asking. He's probably bringing uh, up in the security aspect of it, but yeah, you do uh, need faster speeds for games. It expects the SSD, yeah. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily work with mechanical drive, at least the, the what it's expecting, and I'm sure that can mess all kinds of stuff up in a game that's looking for that. So is that is that all of them, Evan? That's it. Let me look here. We have a shot first saying, Breath of Fire collection when, if ever. I wish that pretty happen. nice. Yeah. Donovan says, uh, 
MVG, did you work on Power Slave while you were with Night Dive? If so, thank you so much. I am so happy uh, to see it finally returned. Thank you. Yeah, I did. Uh, I worked on the PlayStation ports for that game. Yes. Very nice. Tim says, rank these three NFL QBs in terms of how prolific they are passing the football. Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott. Geno? In terms of passing. Geno, Jalen, Dak. There you go. They ranked him. Tim, you ranked mm-hmm. him for us. <laughs> in that order, Dak throws too many interceptions. At least this year, he throws too many interceptions. Jalen is more efficient. Or he throws Jaylen a good deep ball, though. Jalen throws a good deep ball. Yeah, Jalen throws a good deep ball. Geno is the most efficient at all like he is the he's accurate and he had the most touchdown pass I he think has he a had, strong he has the strongest arm out of all yeah he has a very strong arm i think he had the 30 touchdown passes he did he had that he yeah. led the nfc actually in touchdown yeah. passes was weird yeah, he's, yeah. i think he's the nfc starter for the pro bowl so yeah or it might have been no jalen's the starter for the pro bowl but whatever like he had Spook- the most touchdown passes spooky says impressive effort from ea motive however the low resolution makes me wonder what their budget was or if Unreal 5 would have been a better engine the I guess I think you could bring up the budget question. Listen, the game's EA. 30 gigabytes and it's a good remake. There's going to be, it's not going to be perfect. That's the other thing. Mind. The file size is, is within reason. Yeah. It's yeah. reasonable. Oh. They didn't want to blow the, blow the bank, you know, on, on the money, like in terms of remaking it, there's going to be a few rough spots here and there. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, I think this one, they kind of played it a little safe in terms of budgets mm-hmm. and scope. Because there's no guarantees that this was going this was going to be a surefire hit for them, right? And I think the 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 thought is, yeah, let's let's make Dead Space two and three now. Now that things have gone so well, but there's no, there was never any guarantee that you know it was going to be a success. So I think they they just tried to keep keep things confined to a smaller scope and budget. They focused on gameplay. They focused on making that feel better than anything from what I've seen so far. I played the original. I haven't played the remake yet, but from what everything that I've seen, it's fantastic. So they don't always have to spend $10 billion on games to make, you know, the digital foundry people all, you know, get wet in their pants and stuff. Just like get a great game out. You know, um, it is 70. So I understand it from that perspective. Like I, I get that it is a full price with that, but I think that the gameplay speaks for itself in terms of how good the game is, you know? Antagonist says, Dream, Dreamcast got you speed running hi-fi. This is the, I'm on track five, eight hours in. Are you really? I don't feel like I am. Uh, I mean, I'm beating every level pretty efficiently. I've only died. I died once in the at the end of the Magma Factory, but everything else I've just been... I mean, the game feels very fast and easy and fun. I think the thing that's holding me up the most is the, the weird uh, segments where you have to like after you beat a boss, it'll make you do like a short segment where you like walk up to like a gear shift or something and have to do like five buttons in a row. Those are like mm-hmm. the hardest. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm farther from the end than I think I am. T. Joe says, I guess that makes sense for 007 not being on PC, but couldn't they just not have advanced installation features enabled? It's what lets you mod games. They're, I assume they're just, I mean, I'm sure the, the agreement that we'll probably never i assume we'll never see probably spells out like do you remember when we had a judgment and that was a whole thing getting that on pc because they were concerned about people modding up the likeness for example of that actor I, I don't know if it's necessarily that but they probably are just like we don't want this getting modded or dumped on pc so it's just not happening very weird jan man says wreck fest is so good and chips uh, 
Sama says, would a MotorStorm remaster collection sell today? I would yes. tell you, I, I would buy a MotorStorm remaster collection. <laughs> I'm going to say yes to everything. Sell to Sony expectations? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, hey, MotorStorm would be cool. I'd play that again. I, that'd be the racing game that I would buy. If I was going to buy a racing game in today's day, it would be that would be it because I love the MotorStorm on the PS3. Callan Shaw says, good show tonight. Really enjoying Fire Emblem Engaged so far. I'm around chapter 10. Has anyone finished it yet? Does it hold up the same, get better, or worse? Everyone's at chapter... That's where I am. I'm at chapter 10. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm... Well, I'm I'm in like... Because there's a couple battles in chapter 10, but that, that's I'm, where I am. I'm past it, and it gets even better for me, at least. I think that the writing gets a bit better. I think the story gets a bit better. I think a lot of the stuff was based off the early game where they're kind of setting things up and it was kind of cheesy, but then chapter 10 hits, and it's like, whoa, that, that's pretty cool. And then it keeps, there's more after that. So Jack says, love you guys, but me personally on a modern TV, uh, I'm tired of switch games looking terrible. Am I out to lunch? No, no, sir. I think there's, I think, I think that's probably why you see so many pro switch and next gen switch stuff coming up. Cause I think people do want the, I mean, it's been almost six years. People are just ready for 4k or upscaled image quality or something 1080 yeah yeah I, yeah i get it it's it's a flaw or just something that's that's aging on the system so hey but probably not too much longer i think we'll see we'll next see year, as in next year there we go next year <laughs> mighty ryan says gamecube doesn't have quest 64 disqualified Damn. Can't argue with that. you can't argue with that as in like the N64 is disqualified because it has Quest 64. <laughs> that, that's what he meant, right? I'm thinking that's a typo. You I, know? I did love that super chat that said, what's your favorite song from Quest 64? And I'm like, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> trash. <laughs> that, that's all tra- yeah. trash. One, trash two. Trash it's like, three. I didn't know there was music. I don't know. <laughs> Sama says, Fire Emblem Engage characters look like toothpaste. <laughs> it does. It's like Colgate. Sad Brad says, Hi-Fi Rush is fun. It really gives me Space Channel 5 vibes in the best way. Austin says, Did you guys see the very early footage of that Horizon multiplayer that popped up? If so, what were your thoughts? I saw people retweeting it like crazy over uh, on Twitter. I didn't care. Definitely early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> early footage. It's it's so raw. It's it, Apparently, the leaker is going to release a second batch of footage that actually shows the weapons since that one was just running around in grass but it's definitely you could tell that the multiplayer is going to be very monster hunter sony sony sending out some people to find them for that yeah yeah (laughs) chris says as someone looking to try persona games where would you recommend them on switch or where where's the best place to try them well i mean you could try them on game pass technically if you already have it you can just see what you think there but i think the the switch in general it being able to go to sleep very easily uh, just go into the home menu and, and back out of it. So if you're not near a save point, you can do that. Or just it being portable, I think plays yeah. into the persona the, setup pretty well. The problem is that there's a lot of talking in the games. Like there's like a ton, especially Royal. So if you can just play it kind of casually, you know, and go like through all the social stuff, then Switch fits good for that. Um, but it's it's great. Like if you have if you want to get it on anything else, it's it's it plays fantastic on PS5 or Xbox Series or whatever. Shinru says, asked OJ this a while back if you could. If, you're, if you could your favorite sport professionally but you have to play on your most hated team do you take the offer 
Oh yeah, I mean yeah, the amount of money they'd offer you, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. There's a reason people go to the Raiders and, and yeah, other teams. A... <laughs> Dude, when I was playing football, I was like, bro, get me draft Cowboys. I'll take Cowboys. I'll take Raiders. I'll take Seahawks. I'll take. I don't. I'll play against the Niners and be like, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're about to offer me a contract. How much those? I mean, hell, even the minimum. You know, the minimum is yeah, like seven hundred thousand dollars yeah. a year. The yep. practice There's squad a... is like seven, eight grand a week take yep. any one of those <laughs> there, there's an old daniel tosh joke about how there's like people keep telling these players to retire it's like yeah b team like practice league you get a million dollars a year yeah i'm gonna play until i'm dead are you gonna force me to retire <laughs> let me be a backup quarterback for, for yeah yeah that's the Josh move right Allen there. or for Mahomes. i'll hold the clip and be like all right let's go man. million dollars on three let's go <laughs> i'll be the tackle dummy i don't care give me a million dollars Shinru says, I'm calling it now. Smash Ultimate crosses 30 million. Give it the Mario Kart 8 treatment and make more characters. 18 more. Why not? You gotta, you gotta check with Sakurai on that one. Sakurai's like, he seems pretty I'm, happy right now. He's, he's like, nah, he's hanging out. Like, I'm like, I'm good on all that, bro. Yeah, he rhymes happy. Rises out of a coffin like fucking a vampire. Like, oh, you need more DLC. Undertaker out of the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be naming some crazy prices if I'm Sakurai then. They come back to me. <laughs> You're me. They're me paying up. Uh let's uh let's go around here as we finish up. Max, where can everyone find you? Uh youtube.com slash dreamcast guy. Uh this week I did a big review of First Spoken and the Dead Space remake, and also this uh very overpriced PS5 controller. So go watch that stuff. And uh I love y'all very much. Yeah, by the way, Max, uh, you got some people really upset at your PS5 controller review. I wanted to let you know because I know you that you care so much. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Deep down. You know, my thing now is like the like to dislike ratio is really positive. So I'm like, all right, if someone's mad in the comments, but they no, leave Twitter. a like. No, oh, good. yeah. Those, Twitter. Those, those, I would yeah. give shit. <laughs> so, sometimes people will DM me and be like, wow, people are really offended about what you said. I'm like, okay, well, I don't see it. <laughs> This is from Liam. It says, Nate, is there still a genealogy of the Holy War remake coming? I'm hoping we get one so they restock all the Fire Emblem Amiibo here in the U.S. like they did in the U.K. with Engage. That is the next Eight. Fire Emblem game. Should be Eight. out next year. Out. Okay, there you go. Next year. I mean, they could still they could announce it in 2023 for a release next year. It's all about timing of when it comes. Do you, Nate, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you? You can find me on YouTube at Nathan Hate. Right now, MVG and I have an episode up discussing our reaction to the Xbox Developer Direct and Hi-Fi Rush, as well as why Starfield will come out in June. We will have an episode by mid next week. So something to look forward to. Okay. And then First Gen says, as YouTubers, what do you all do with all the raw footage after making a video? Let them rot in a hard drive or just delete for space? Now, like, I'm going to use them. Some of the stuff I keep, but there is a lot that I kind of delete. I have a NAS I drive. Finished, I have a NAS drive with everything. And sometimes I go back and find old B-roll and stuff I use for um, videos. Sometimes I've got a lot of just crap footage that I just delete, but most of it is backed up and stored. I do yep. like uh, a movie trailer cut. What I basically do is I get, uh, if I play a game for 20 hours and I get 20 hours of raw gameplay, I'll go and I'll cut out all the good clips of like parkour and leveling systems and just make like a 10 minute thing and then delete the gigantic raw. Okay. And then uh, let me go, let me go to, let's go to MVG. Thanks for having me on. You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G. Hello. 
What happened there? Someone broke someone. <laughs> and, <laughs> and on uh, YouTube at Modern Vintage Gamer. Um, check out my video today on GoldenEye. It's doing really well. Thanks for the love on the video. And uh, yeah, got a video Monday and we'll have an episode of Nate the Hate next week. Okay. OJ, did I get you? Where can I find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube, Player Essence. I've got a cool video going up tomorrow talking about some Nintendo Switch Pro controllers for RPG stuff and all that. Um, also discussing what Nate was talking about with that Genealogy of the Holy War remake. Uh, mm. I got a video on that coming up as well and why that is a game that you absolutely uh, need to play whenever, if they do release it, if it happens, you need to definitely check out that Fire Emblem game because it is the most controversial Fire Emblem oh. game in the whole entire series by far if they keep all the stuff that's in the original yeah series. that's going to be the thing is how true do they <laughs> stay to the original release hmm, but, okay but by far by far one of the most controversial and also kind of like the precursor what they use to kind of revitalize the series with um, awakening so it's a really interesting game so yeah that video's that video's on monday i think so yeah cool videos okay. coming up on evan you can find me on twitter kimrix project uh you can also find me on youtube at uh, Kimrick's project as well. That's more if you're into tabletop stuff. Me and my friends are mostly focusing on kill team specifically, but you know, it's just fun to check stuff out. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, that's gonna do it for Spawncast tonight. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be at back next weekend, 9 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday. We'll see you then. Boom, boom. Dead space. <laughs>